This podcast is a member of the Place to Be Nation family. Visit us at placetobenation.com, the only place to be in your pop culture world. Wrestling Network, loyalists, friends, family. Welcome to season three of your home for everything modern day wrestling talk up and down the dial. Place to be nation's main event. I am your, uh, I am Scott Criscoll. I'm not going to say host anymore. That's the new thing for this season because there's too many of there's too many people at this point. They're all awesome. So we're all, we're all just here. I am Scott Criscoll. Welcome to episode 201. Season three, the longest season ever. Uh, season three of uh, of our fine show. And for those that haven't listened yet, uh, you have to listen to episode 200, which dropped two weeks ago. These guys were on. Our old friends were on. It was a ton of fun. I had a blast, and I got very, very misty when I watched Listen to It again. So you need to listen to it. So go to, after you listen to this one, go to our site, of course, placetobe.podby.com. Go to the main event tab. Go back and look at the archive, and it'll be right up on the top there. Well, under yeah, I'll say that was one of the one of the more fun podcasts I've ever done. So, yes, let's introduce this fine gentleman first. He is uh, one of my favorite titans of podcasting. Uh, you can find him on Twitter. He is an OG, and he might have a he has a little tidbit for us. Maybe this will be a new uh, a new uh, segment when when he this guy is on our show. Uh, good evening, Sheriff Pete Schermacher. How's it going? Uh, Good man, I'm doing good. How are you? How's everyone doing? Great, great. Uh, Pete, uh, since he has joined our main event family, uh, uh, likes to throw in like a good match that he's watched lately, whether it's live or on tape. And he's got a juicy little match to talk about with us tonight. So we'll uh, we'll get into that later on in the program. But uh, Pete, good to talk to you as always. Uh, joining us, uh, the conscience of Place to Be Nation, a guy who is going to come back, hopefully not with pieces of uh, light tube glass in his hair or his beard oh he doesn't grow a beard or anywhere else good evening steve willie hello the conscience yes um i've been listening to jordan and andrew to their who were on last time to their aew Mm -hmm. podcast and Mm -hmm. they let off the show talking about their uh how they were promoting themselves like AEW promoted a bunch of their uh internal people so they they said i got promoted to the blood collector apparently so it's uh, going to be my job to go every week to AEW and squeeze out the uh, mats and I guess collect, wipe uh, Moxley's face down. But yeah, I am both the blood collector and the conscience, apparently. Wasn't that your name when you wore a mask? In, uh, <laughs> the blood collector. Weren't you the blood collector in Choose Your Narrative? <laughs> you could have been the blood collector in uh, when you were in Chikara in your earlier years. There you I go. Think you, were, you were the mosquito in Chikara. <laughs> <laughs> uh, exactly uh, i love you steve willie welcome back uh and finally of course joining us uh my other the other father to me uh he is of course the purveyor of the kings of sport patreon and since we're back and i don't think i started talking about his beloved uh high school team till halfway through season two so uh anybody who wore number one was probably either a punter a kicker or maybe a wideout. Uh, i might have been a quarterback i guess you know, if anybody if anybody loved Cam Newton, um, 
but I'm guessing uh, he's probably a kicker or a wide receiver. Godfather, Nate Milton. He's looking up. Uh, he's looking up in his yearbook now. Probably why he couldn't hear me. <laughs> but don't don't ignore Justin Fields, number one, baby. That's true. Yes, Justin Fields is number one. But I'm wondering if anybody. What well, is Lundy. going on? Oh wait, no, that's. <laughs> I tried. I tried. <laughs> Steve, you wearing a monarch's uh, a monarch's uh, jersey? You definitely look like a punter, or Steve <laughs> Largent, the other. So. Anyway, all right, when Nate gets his audio fixed, we'll uh, we'll get back to Nate Faneuil. All right, gentlemen, uh, we have got what a great uh, episode or a great time right now to begin season three of the main event. Um, because as we love, and, and I'm starting to, we were just talking about this right before we went on, uh, I'm starting to love these kind of jacked up weekends of pro wrestling now. I'm starting to enjoy them now. And we've had back-to-back last weekend, for those that weren't sick of my voice now, um, we had a full weekend here on the PTB Wrestling Network for the uh, NWA 74 pay-per-view. Uh, Dr. G and I on the Saturday special did a preview. And then two nights, a combined almost seven and a half hours of live streaming on our Place to Be Nation Twitch feed. Just the doctor and I uh, did nights one and two. Um, and then, of course, on Monday morning... Uh, we had the reaction show. So uh, it was a great weekend last weekend for uh, the NWA. Um, and, of, of course, joined the doctor and I uh, tomorrow morning for the next episode of the Saturday special where we will discuss the first power out of uh, NWA 74, which we're pretty excited about. So, But this weekend, boys, we have uh, some more fun because the two flamethrowers are uh, not going head to head. That'll never happen because that's just stupid. All the, all, the, all the only people that get ruined head-to-head is us, and they'll never do that. Uh, Crockett and WWF learned that the hard way back in the 80s when they tried to do things at the same time. That's stupid. So we have a Saturday afternoon. We have a Sunday midday late afternoon, and then we have a Sunday night from the two flamethrowers, of course, the WWE and AEW. Uh, so tonight, this week on the show, we will preview... Those three shows, of course, WWE has Clash at the Castle this Saturday afternoon from Cardiff in Wales. And our our uh, UK Trinity is going to that. Callum McDougal, uh, Ben Locke, and uh, Rory McNamara. They're going to Clash at the Castle. Um, uh, Callum will probably be holding a sign that says, if Drew loses, we riot. And he probably won't be the only one. Um I'm sure 70-something thousand probably will. Uh, We'll talk about that card. It's not big. It's only six matches. So it's a good little sprint. It'll probably be a a good two and a half hour. Then on Sunday afternoon, down at the Performance Center in Orlando, NXT is having Worlds Collide, where, uh, you know, obviously the big story, uh, NXT UK is being retired in favor of a more global approach that I think Triple H has probably always wanted, uh, kind of an NXT Europe. So NXT UK will be absorbing their titles with NXT. So all the champions will be facing each other, the two world champions, the tags, the secondaries, et cetera, et cetera. So we will uh, talk about that. And then 
Sunday night from Steve Willie's backyard, we have the third installment of AEW All Out. And that card has 606 matches. So, um, because Tony Khan wants matches, matches, matches. And they're all going to be 45 minutes. No, they won't all be 45 minutes. Um, but I, w- I wouldn't be surprised if two-thirds of them are over 10 minutes because he likes that. Anyway, we will preview that as well. So, uh, fun weekend, guys, uh, for Labor Day weekend as we get into the fall, as the, the, the seasons change. Uh, because the following – it's good that they're doing that this weekend because the following weekend – is, of course, uh, the NFL season kicks off the following Thursday with the defending world champion Los Angeles Rams hosting uh, Buffalo, and then on and on. So this is really the only chance that WWE and AEW can kind of get away with this, having, you know, you're not going to have any Sunday afternoon pay-per-views and um, and such. So as a matter of fact, I don't think you're going to see a lot of Sunday pay-per-views at all uh, from many, I think. Uh, Nate, what do you th- uh, Yes, Nate Daniel has returned. Uh, Nate, what do you think of, because uh, you get the occasional Sunday show, you know, w, you know, obviously AEW has one, you know, sun, they do two of their pay-per-views are on Sundays, I think. I think Revolution and Full Gear are on Saturday, but I know Double or Nothing and All Out are usually on Sunday. WWE seems like they're phasing out Sunday nights, uh, except for the two-night for Mania, and seem to be doing a majority of their shows now on Saturday. What are your thoughts on that, on WWE kind of? amping back the Sunday shows and doing Saturday shows? Well, I'm glad you asked me that question, Scott. See, now I'm going to talk when I want to, not when you tell me to, because <laughs> I'm sitting I'm sitting in a warehouse, Steve Willie, next to my good friend EC3, and we control mm. our own narrative. We don't let the man put words in our mouth, Pete Schermacher. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I feel like it's... This is not a permanent change, but I do think it's going to be mostly the status quo for now, particularly when it comes to the WWE, Scotty, because Mm -hmm. now that we're not on, you know, this traditional pay-per-view model or even the old network model, I feel like they're like, you know what? People are, people tend to dig these Saturday shows and it's, it's a way to kind of, now that we've got SmackDown on Friday, have a Friday Saturday, Monday kind of deal if we want to do something in the same city or in neighboring towns. Uh, and they don't lose much by not having it on that traditional wrestling night. I think with AEW, it, it was kind of something that made them stand apart. Um, doing it on Saturdays as opposed to the WWE. But I, I, don't, think, I don't think you're losing much, particularly with mm-hmm. people kind of getting back to quote-unquote normal life in society, Steve Willie where people got used to watching stuff on different nights and maybe Sunday. Yes, it was a traditional thing. Yes. It was kind of uh, what we all grew up with, but Hey, we can change things up. And I've heard from people in my circles that enjoy Saturday shows more, particularly when you're creating content around said shows, it's a lot easier to do something either a Saturday night or the Sunday, the day after versus trying to do something Sunday night, heading into Monday. Well, if you're going to put on four or five hour shows, which to be fair, WWE has been doing much better and NXT has always been better with this. But like, hey, the people who are running our circles are getting to be older and we got to get up the next morning for work and staying up until midnight and uh, watching 
random NXT matches or the 347th match of All Out is uh, not the most helpful thing in the world. At least Sunday night here is uh, Labor Day. Somehow um, we're older, Steve, but still like 10 years away from being at the top of the coveted demographic. I don't know how that works. <laughs> WWE. <laughs> 15 older, baby. Plus, plus, I think it helps if, you, if you're trying to get people who are traveling. I think Saturday mm-hmm, mm-hmm. sits better. You can fly out, fly out after work on a Friday, mm-hmm. catch the show, or fly out Saturday morning. You don't uh, have to miss a day, day of work get coming back. Sunday and be home for work, you know? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I think tra- I agree with you. I think traveling has always been a, because a, I, I mean, I, I only went to pay per views when I was, you know, younger what, that were close. I mean, I either went to New York, I went to Hartford, Jersey, you know, Boston, Providence. I would love to have gone to something uh, that was even shortly far away. I mean, I it was not till the, over the last you know ten years that I started going to Philly, um, because that's I mean that's still for me that's about three hours, so two forty five, yeah. depending on you know how many state troopers are out but i mean what uh so but uh um i uh it, i think saturdays are so much better um i think the nfl games on sundays i think gambling i think is a big part of this too because a lot of people you know whether it's FanDuel, DraftKings, or whatever or the, whatever the local ones in, we have a weird one in connecticut rhode island i know has a has a separate uh you know a local state run gambling you know betting I think a lot more people are going to be watching uh, whatever the Sunday night NFL game is over um, Mm -hmm. a pay-per-view. Because don't forget, too, guys, back in the day, you watched the pay-per-view, and unless you taped it, that was it. You didn't get to watch it unless you bought the Tuesday. I mean, I'm I'm only thinking WWE. I don't know if WCW did this, but you either bought the Tuesday replay, which nobody did, because why are you going to spend 40 bucks for a show that already happened? (laughs) Or... You did what I would do back in the day and just wait for the for the DVD to, or the VHS and some you know if you go further back or the or the DVD when it came out. So um, uh, now it's on the cock. So I mean you know you shows up and that's it. You can watch it the next day. You know maybe maybe you're a cow maybe like you know you're a cowboy fan or you're a Niner fan or. You know, and your 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 game is at four o'clock Eastern time. You watch the pay per view from the night before if you missed it, and then your game's on. Or you watch your one o'clock game, and then you watch the show during the day, or you know you have two TVs going or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. I think the landscape is different now in terms of viewing, uh, and I think football is a bigger deal now uh, because, like, they never cared about baseball uh, WWE because I mean I back to those back to back years the Mets were in the playoffs in '99 and 2000. No Mercy was on the same night as a Mets playoff game. In 99, it was Robin Ventura's Grand Slam single. And in 2000, it was game two against the Yankees. So I was running up and down from, I was at my buddy's house and I'm running up and down the stairs, one TV to another. So baseball, they never cared about. But I think from a betting viewpoint, and I'm curious your guys' thoughts, uh, Nate, I'll start with you. I think because of sports betting, I think WWE, and I would think AEW to a certain extent, would avoid doing things on Sunday nights now. Well, yes, sports betting pays plays a lot into it. I also think that, again, going back to the last two years, the economy of people's time has yep. changed, and the math on that has changed. And you know, when you talk about streaming services, when you talk about you know people who are like Pete said, like, yeah, I want to go to this thing, but 
I'm back in. I'm back in the nine to five now. I'm back in the real world, not working from home uh, as much as I was, and so I need to make this work for my schedule. Um, so I think you will see more of this going forward. The only exception in terms of the WWE is WrestleMania. Like I feel like whether it's one day or two day, WrestleMania will always have a Sunday home uh, because much like the Super Bowl, like that's kind of its own event as opposed to something like Clash of the Castle or even, um, you know, a SummerSlam. I think that WrestleMania has its own cachet, which makes Sunday viable. Uh, But yeah, I I think the way people consume their entertainment has changed so much, Scott, particularly over the last Mm -hmm. couple of years, that people will find the entertainment versus, uh, you know, hey, it's these two hours slash six hours, depending on the WWE pay-per-view, on a Sunday night, Steve Willie, and you have to watch it now. Because if you don't, you're not going to be part of the conversation. You're not going to be part of this communal viewing of this thing. And I think the companies are like, People will watch us if we put it on Saturdays. And we might even have more conversation about these shows because more people can watch it because it fits with their schedule better. And it also allows the company to actually react to what happens from the audience perspective on what got over, what didn't get over, to how they can move into the next transition to into Monday shows. Um, which also allows them to give them, give them more thought as opposed to knee-jerk reactions on a Sunday and then have to come up with something Monday, you know? Um, I'm sure they have a plan in place, but, you know, we've heard about how events used to do it, how everything's we get, you know, could change on a whim and all this stuff. I mean, as a kid, I used to love watching, like, the Clash of Champions, like, in the afternoons. Like, I remember the Steamboat mm-hmm. one uh, yeah. with, against Flair. I mean, it was great yep. to be able to watch it in the afternoon and, you know, and and have whatever you want to do and stuff. So I always, I always enjoyed those. Mm, I agree. I agree. And the other thing too, for mania, uh, Steve, I, I, I get your comments in a minute. I, I just want to point out that the good thing about mania, and that was always good for, for them is it was always the Sunday in between the final four and the national championship. So it was yeah. always kind of a flat day anyway for sports, mm-hmm. you know, baseball hasn't quite started yet. You know, NBA and NHL, most of the important games are usually in the afternoon, so sports wise, WrestleMania always was in a was in a sweet spot because um, you already watched your your. The only difference would be now is you would probably have the second national semifinal on one TV and the Saturday night half of Mania on the other. But you could get away with that and be fine with it. And honestly, you don't even have to watch the first night live. You could watch it Sunday afternoon before the second night starts if you really want to. So, uh, Steve, what were your, what were your thoughts? Um, and in the AEW, too, if you remember, Tony Khan has been very clear that he's not going to go up against the NFL. So we were talking before we went on the air about where Full Gear might be uh, rumored to be in Newark on November 19th. That is a Saturday, you know, right in the beginning of well, middle at that point of the NFL season, because, you know, he'd be pretty stupid to go up against, well, himself or, you know, fellow owners of, of NFL teams. Um, I like what you're saying, too. That is a great point about mania with uh right in the middle of a final four weekend uh yeah very smart and the rumble he was yeah this wasn't dumb he knew rumble yeah right in between yeah right in between um um, before the super bowl and the week after yeah the at the conference championships yeah he always he always did the uh he always did the um uh you know the bye week uh the only time i guess rumble 93 I think Rumble 93, he did 
because that was because I, I remember that Super Bowl because it was the first time it was the first of the Cowboy wins over Buffalo. But that week didn't have a bye. So I'm trying to remember. I think it was the same. I'm pretty sure it was the same night. As um, the conference champ, because I remember the Cowboys beat San Francisco, but I think the game was over by the time the rumble started in January of 93. I'm pretty sure. Um, I'm just be I'm just just for shits and giggles. I'm actually going on to the NFL schedule sex. I'm curious if if uh, uh, AEW does full gear that weekend. I'm curious to see what that week that week's um, uh, that week's Sunday night game would be. I'm just I don't know. Just just curious. Um, let's see. Is that that week? No, I'm going too far. That would be. Week 13 is the first week of December, so it'll be week 11, I think, would probably be that week, right? Let me see. It would be week 11, I think, of the of the season. I'm just I'm just totally curious. Uh, yeah. So the Sunday night game uh, is Bengals Steelers. So um, if AEW decided to fool gear up against that, they might get lucky. <clears throat> Depends how good either team is by week 11, but they should both be fairly decent so just curious but again it's all about you know sports betting too so um incidentally that week uh uh pete the uh, bears are in atlanta so um for both of you i guess and uh, oh bears are in atlanta look at that all three of you how about that huh Mm. bears and falcons oops (laughs) one o'clock on fox so anyway so I think that that's a good smart for, and then, and it's only that time of year you gotta care. Like AEW does Revolution, because NFL is NFL is like MLB; those are the two universal sports. Um, like and you know AEW does Revolution. What, Steve? Early March? Yeah, they've done it. End of um, the one right before COVID that I went to. That would have been like like two i think it was like two weeks before covid so like last week into february maybe okay so i mean that's during the college football basketball season who fucking cares there's usually no big college basketball game on a on a saturday on a sunday night that's really the only main thing i mean nfl nba that or nba nhl that's all middle of the season nobody gives a shit um uh and then uh double or nothing is memorial day weekend so you know, Sunday night. What is it? NFMB, uh, MLB. Okay, eh. it's not a big deal. So, both both companies are are good about. I think they're good about bobbing and weaving, um, uh, their shows. Because after Clash at the Castle, uh, WWE's next show is Extreme Rules, which I know for a fact is a Saturday. It's October eighth, and it's down in Philly. I think. Uh, I think. Uh, Mr. DeMondo, I think the Cowboy, Roger Morissette's going. I might go. Um, and then after that, I don't know if they're going to do a show in between. Um, because Survivor Series is November 26th. It's the Saturday of, of Thanksgiving weekend. So I don't know if, I mean, that's a big gap between shows. NXT will probably do something maybe at the end of October. Maybe they'll do, maybe they'll do like a hot, maybe they'll do Halloween Havoc as a, as a big show. So who knows? And then AEW doesn't do more than, than their, you know, their few pay-per-views anyway. So, um, yeah, I'm not sure if they announced, but I thought I was read in the observer. They were leaning towards Halloween havoc. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So WWE, so NXT will do a prime time, you know, a prime time Halloween havoc, uh, you know, 
because Halloween, I think, is a Monday. Uh, uh, let me look at October. Yeah, Halloween, October 31st is a Monday. So I could see them doing, a, a you know, like a primetime NXT Halloween Havoc on that Sunday, the 30th. I could easily see that. And it's NXT or, or, sun, or Saturday or doing it during the day. Because I think mm-hmm. NFL games during the day, you can probably get away with, you know, going back and forth. But um, uh, let's see. That would be week eight, I think. I know I'm totally like I'm doing Steve's uh, Nets Bulls TNT ratings deep dive here. <laughs> I'm, look, I'm looking at I'm trying to see what the games are that week in the, that week in the NFL. So. Well, there is a London game. Uh, speaking of AEW. Uh, there's a London game that Sunday. It's Broncos Jacksonville. So Mr. $250 million Russell Wilson can can destroy the Jags in London. Um, the primetime game that night is uh, oh Packers Bills. That should be fun. So, yeah, you don't want to I don't know if you're going to want to do a show up against that game. Um, so they may maybe they'll do the afternoon uh, or, or they'll do Saturday night. Who knows? But anyway, we're, we're, we're totally going off the rails here. So uh, let's uh, let's dive in. Let's begin. With the first big show of the weekend, Saturday afternoon, uh, Clash at the Castle from Principality Stadium in Cardiff, Wales. And as I mentioned, our PTB UK boys, Ben Locke, Rory McNamara, and Callum McDougal, all going. Uh, I think they're going to do a reaction show. I thought they were going to do a preview. You may see that at some point this weekend, too. Um, First major stadium event in the UK since, of course, the very memorable SummerSlam 1992, and the company's first UK pay-per-view overall since Insurrection 2003. And after that, they they bailed on the UK pay-per-views. So, of course, this is the first pay-per-view of the proper uh, Triple H era. You know, SummerSlam was kind of a hybrid. Um, at the moment, there are six matches. So I don't see them unless, I mean, at, at the time of our taping, uh, SmackDown hasn't aired yet, but I, I don't know if they're going to air. I don't know if they're going to put anything on top of it, but six matches right now, three titles on the line. Uh, let's begin. First match, we have a tag uh, with the will he or won't he uh, heel turns. We were talking about uh, heel turns and face turns. There might be one happening right here. Uh Edge and Rey Mysterio with Son Dominic taking on Finn Balor and Damian Priest. Judgment Day with uh, Rhea Ripley. Of course, uh, everyone thinks that Dominic is smitten with Rhea Ripley, who may uh, coerce him to turn on his papa and Edge. Uh, We thought it was going to happen at uh, SummerSlam. It didn't. We thought it was going to happen at Mania. It didn't. So... It, we'll, we'll go around the horn. I'll start with you, uh, Steve. Who wins this match, and does uh, little does Dominic turn? I feel like they've been talking about Dominic turning for <laughs> since, since before fans came back. Uh, if, you know, during the pandemic, uh, I I feel like they're going to lean a lot on the European talent for this card. So I'm thinking the Judgment Day will win with Dominic costing them on accident somehow. And then we'll see this continue over the next couple of weeks. I just don't think they're going to do the, the, tor- the turn here yet. Mm-hmm. 
I think he was planning on turning heel on his dad at SummerSlam 05 when he put on a shirt that said, Eddie is my poppy. <laughs> um, so funny story about that. They, um, my kid, well, my youngest used to be into the wrestling figures. So they just got the new ones at Target and they have a build, a Dominic Mysterio figure <laughs> of that age. Oh, from SummerSlam ah. 05 with the really bad dyed hair and like the chunky face. Oh my <laughs> God. So, like, you, I, I don't know. You get like Undertaker or something and you get the head and then you get like the body from another figure. It, it's great. <laughs> so what's worse? Uh, uh, chunky face, dyed hair, um, uh, Dominic or spaghetti arms, bad mullet, Dominic. I mean, there's really, I mean, it's, I mean, both kind of are not great. Um, well, and Ray said that he wants to give him the mask at some point and yeah, do El Ijo del Ijo to Ray Mysterio. <laughs> God. Oh, geez. So who do you like here? Um, I like the Judgment Day to win uh, okay. via some sort of chicanery or Dominic screwing up. Um, but yeah, this is another one about, you know, we're going to talk later about a lot of, uh, people flipping sides and hot shotting. Um, yeah, this is, you know, like Finn and Edge just reversed for no apparent reason a few weeks back. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, possibly Dominic now switching is, as well in the same program. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, maybe with Triple H back, uh, the Judgment Day will be what Edge had planned it to be and not Vince turning it into, you know, weird, you know, ghosts and things moving in the middle of the night or whatever. Uh, Nate, what do you think? Judgment Day has to win this because, as you alluded to, Scotty, like they've kind of looked like a joke recently, like mm -hmm. outside of Rhea, because I feel like Rhea is the star of this act, which is uh, which is a, a a blight on on the resume of one Finn Balor, your your inaugural Universal Champion, Steve Willie. Mm -hmm. Like he can't yeah. even like he can't even lead this ragtag faction that is <laughs> ba barely better than res retribution like this is the they have orders. not had a good run um, <laughs> so they they need a win here like i feel like they need a win because if edge and ray win then they're it almost feels like they're writing them off so they've got a win here and i don't think we get the actual turn here i think we keep to get keep getting these seeds planted but here's the other thing scott mm-hmm at this point, I don't know how well a heel Dominic is going to do for this young man. Like, I feel like Dominic is what Dominic is until Dominic shows us that he is something different. And a heel turn is not going to do him any favors because I don't know if he's got the chops to pull off that character. Uh, so, yeah, maybe they'll, they'll continue to plant the seeds for the turn. We won't get it here. It'll probably happen on some Raw, uh, which has been getting better under your boy. Uh, mm -hmm. but I feel like, yeah, Judgment Day needs the win, so they'll get the win. Mm. What do you think, Pete? You know, it's a program I really don't give a shit about, and I love mm -hmm. Ray. Mm -hmm. um, mm. But I, I, I think Judgment Day is going to win, but I do think Dominic will turn, because I think this is, I think that'll be the impetus to, uh, for them to win. And, and I, think, I think Hunter still believes in Finn, and so I think he would want to protect him a little bit, so we'll see. Yeah, I, I like the Judgment Day, too. I think uh, Ray could eat a pin, and, you know, he's pretty bulletproof, so I agree. Uh, the Intercontinental Championship is on the line. Gunta! Uh, who I think is going to eventually be back to Walter. Um, we'll be taking on Sheamus. 
with Ridge Holland and Pete Butch Dunn, who I think is going to go back to Pete Dunn. Uh, I think some of these names are going to get uh, are going to get eliminated. I think Pete Dunn will return. I wouldn't be surprised if we see Pete Dunn Sunday too. Um, I don't know, Pete. Who do you like here? I, I, I like Gunther, uh, but man, either way, I, I don't care. I, I think this is going to be a, a banger of a match, and I hate that term, but uh, I think this is going to be hmm, hard so. hitting. Everything you want out of these out of this guy. I mean, both guys are uh, they're two of my favorites uh, out there, and I think we're going to see some hard hitting. Uh, action i kind of wish uh gunther walter would get get some of his weight back because he's kind of lost some of his edge um by shrinking so much he's i mean he was a monster and now he's just kind of like a skinny guy yeah i don't know um just he's just there but i but i but he still can work but he just kind of lost some of his gravitas uh by losing some of the weight uh but either way i think both of them are going to light each other up I agree. I think I agree with you. Like the chops don't have that same it when you're not getting all that, when his body's not gyrating and jiggling. Yeah. Uh, when he's, when he's drilling you, I, I agree with you on that. Yeah. Terry Gordy oh. in him. And, uh, and yeah, yes. You know, and he oh, loses it when he doesn't, when he, when he, when he, you know, when he's skinnier. I agree with you. What a great, uh, comparison. Bam, bam. I dig that. What do you think, Nate? Yes, uh, he lost some of his gravity as well as his gravitas uh, <laughs> with with the weight loss. Uh, but yeah, I, I think it's it's Gunter, uh, Gunter Gable Williams, the circus man that he is, uh, will will harness the eye of the tiger, Steve Willie, and and train Seamus. That's 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 the, as far as I can go with the lion tamer extent. Uh, but <laughs> I feel like. Gun, like this, this could be a sneaky good match here. Um, I, I think that you know, as, as Dusty would say, we're gonna get a lot of clubbering in this match. <laughs> it's not gonna be pretty, but it's gonna be a lot of clubbering, and I'm here for it. Uh, Gunther's gonna retain, but I think it'll be a really good showing for Sheamus, who is another guy. Maybe we should be keeping an eye, keeping an eye on going forward because Sheamus was kind of like the original Triple H project. Yeah, and what will he be in this new regime? Yeah, this is a match that like Jim Ross would have a stiffy on because this is like something straight out of Mid South. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. This has uh, UWF TV Championship written yeah, all over it. Exactly. I agree with you. Yeah. What do you think, Steve? This, um, you know, Pete, you said that, you know you haven't been paying much attention to WWE. Like this match sold me on this show. I think this is going to be the third or fourth WWE event I've seen this year. Uh, and this is the match that's done it. And you know, I've talked about the show. I, I work. I have some special needs adults I work with on my caseload, and I always find it fun to see what match they're excited about because I have a couple who are huge WWE and AEW fans. And the one that is talked about the most is has been this one. Um, yeah. Like you think it would be Roman Reigns and Drew, you know, like pretty mainstream big appeal, but no two. To uh, big boys slapping each other. I do like the what you said too, Pete, about Gunther losing the weight. I understand why he did it. Um, you know, he, you know, knowing knowing that he was going to come to the U.S. and having to answer to Vince McMahon. You know, he's like not going to want to be seen as fat, even though he wasn't fat. Right. Um, so I, I get the slimming down point, but yeah, I mean that's what that size, that girth. That power is what makes him yeah. so appealing. 
He still has. Yeah, you know, it doesn't. I mean, five. I mean, he's not obviously. He didn't shrink, but you know, it just doesn't have the same thing. I mean, I mean, there's a difference between watching a six foot two, two hundred eighty eighty pound guy with you know, versus a versus a six foot two guy, two hundred forty pounds. Well, they're just different. Yeah, and he still has that intimidation. He's like a lot of it's in his face and in his. Yeah. Uh, you know his his mannerisms, but yeah, it's just like yeah, I remember one of the first times seeing him was against like Zack Saber Jr. and just the size differential between the two because you know Zach is right. so tall and stringy, uh, right. and so every shot, just just everything that he did laid in. Uh, but yeah, I'm really looking forward to this. I haven't seen Sheamus in a long time. I hope there's not too much interference. Uh, with all the the seconds and thirds, and they can just you know slap the bejesus out of each other. Yeah, like the first time I saw Walter live was he wrestled uh, PCO at a Mania show uh, during Mania Week, and it mm-hmm. was just a rip roaring great match. You know, uh, two big hosses, and that's what uh, when you lose some of that weight, man, you don't you're not a hoss anymore. Right. Gunther got from looking like me to looking like Steve. <laughs> I don't know about that. You <laughs> <laughs> were looking like Steve 20 years ago to Steve 20 <laughs> seconds ago. <laughs> the last few weeks have not been good to Steve. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next up is actually the match I'm most, well, next to the main event, the match I'm most looking forward to. Mm-hmm. Matt Riddle taking on Seth freaking Rollins. Uh, they had this weird promo on Raw where, like, Started bleeping shit out, and and I don't know. I think Seth said something about Riddle's kids, and Riddle says, I'm going to kick your fucking ass. And I don't know what the hell. It was some kind of crazy AEW-ish promo with a lot of swearing and stuff. It was kind of nuts. I, I actually like the fact that these two did not wrestle at SummerSlam, and they saved it to here. I'm actually very much looking forward to this. This is kind of my sneaky pick of the night. Uh, I think, I think uh, Riddle wins here. Um, but I just like the previous match. I think these two are going to be very different. I love the matchups of guys and gals on this show. Everybody has a different kind of match. Like, you know, the, the, the tag, the first tag we talked about is going to be very storyline driven. You know, Gunther, Gable, Willie and Sheamus are going to just literally throw Idaho's at each other. This one is going to be very, um, I mean, technical, but I'm thinking of another word. Very uh, psychology-driven. They're kind of going to fuck with each other's minds in the match. I I don't know, Pete. I, I think this could be the sneaky match of the night. Oh, I, I'm all for it. I'm, I've always been a big Riddle opponent. I've, I've never, I'm not a Rollins guy, but I love Riddle and uh, the way he wrestles. I mean, I think I've seen him live maybe 30, 35 times. It's almost obscene oh. when I think about it. Um, I mean, I saw him like have some of his first matches, and the guy... He's always had the charisma. It's always been. He's always been works. Always works hard. Um, can do a lot of different stuff. The only thing is, man, I, I just don't know where they they view him. Do they view him as someone becoming a top guy, or do they have him pigeonholed already? I just don't think they're gonna let, let Seth. I don't think they're gonna Seth's gonna put him. Uh, it's gonna uh, lose. I just don't. I don't. I feel. He's a, he's too much of a Triple H guy, but maybe they maybe they'll pull maybe they maybe they see more in Riddle than I think they do. 
I mean, they did give his they did give him his first name back. So I, I mean, that's <laughs> a step. That is true. Yes. Uh, what do you think, Steve? I, I think that could be the best part of the Triple H new regime is Matt getting his name back. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, that another real and I'm exciting about. It. I'm not a big Seth Rollins guy either. I'm not a big um I, I don't hate Seth Rollins. I'm not really against him at all. He's just I, I feel like he kind of levels up to his opponent. If he has a really good opponent, he can really, really bring it. Um those Cody Road matches, the most recent example. And I like that there's this feeling of hate there that you don't often see in the WWE anymore. And Scott, you're right. The fact that they are doing this now and didn't do it at SummerSlam, there's so many times. And it just happened after SummerSlam where you get the rematch the day after or five days after the pay-per-view that WWE often does and and still does. I'm hoping we get away from that because then you just don't care. Yeah. They, like, mm-hmm. what? What's the point of the match at the pay per view when you're going to redo it the next night, anyways? And, 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 yeah, and do it the other way or whatever. Yeah, there's, there's no. Looking. Yeah, and we'll, we'll even talk about that in AEW, the surprise that they're doing with that. Um, so I'm glad because it, it, and it also builds the story more. They have such a huge roster that you let that have time to build, and then you get that fiery promo. Uh, for on the go home show that brings more intrigue to it. So yeah, I'm I'm excited about this one. I think Riddle takes it. Um, oh, then I'm going to question myself now because Rollins lost so many times yeah. on big shows this year. Um, but I'll still stay with Riddle. I, I think that's more of my heart than my than my mind though. And how cool mm. was that segment with the with the split screens? It almost felt like you know that, that was just totally old school and stuff. Yeah. Uh, it was yeah, like yeah, it was crazy. Stuff. Like Claire and uh, um. Uh, Von Eric Fritz. Von Eric, yeah, exactly yeah. what I was thinking, Steve. Yep, yep, I agree. I agree. What do you think, Nate? I agree with Steve. I think Riddle takes it in part because Seth, much like the suits that he wears, is Teflon at this point. Like mm-hmm, Seth true. is a guy that, yes, he has lost in some of these more high-profile matches, Scotty, but he's not going anywhere. I think this latest tweak to the character that he's had, you know, for the last few months is connecting with the audience. And he's a triple H guy. Like he's, he's in the inner circle of triple H guys, if you will. So I don't Mm -hmm. think this, that losing is a, is something that diminishes Seth, but it could be something that propels Riddle, especially in front of this crowd who I think is going to be really into what Matt Riddle brings to the table. I think it's a good win for Riddle. I'm glad they didn't do it at SummerSlam because the match probably would have gotten lost in the shuffle, even if it was a good match. Mm-hmm. There was just a lot going on at SummerSlam. So this is a good stage for them. Riddle gets the win, but Seth, Seth is still Seth. Like, Seth doesn't lose anything from this, and he'll he'll be the same uh, smarmy guy in, in the orbit of the main event uh, that he is going into this match that he will be going out. Hmm. Yeah, I think so too, and I think it's. I I just feel like this is going to be the uh, the sneaky the sneaky good match of the night. I just feel it. Uh, next up, we have a little six woman tag action, and mm. this has a, a lot of intrigue in it as well. We've got Bianca Belair, our Raw Women's Champion, Alexa Bliss, and Asuka taking on. I don't even know what their name is. Something Control. I don't know. They have a name, and I don't remember what it was. Control um, Alt Delete. Control, <laughs> control, alt, delete. 
Uh, they have they had some name. I thought maybe they don't. But it's uh, obviously Bailey, Dakota Kai, and Io Io Sky, um, who of course debuted at uh, who all showed up at uh, at SummerSlam. Uh, Nate, I'll start with you. Where do you see this going? And do we get some kind of Sasha Naomi thing somewhere in this match, perhaps? Mm. Well, Scott, we knew the 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 streak couldn't last forever. You know, much like with The Undertaker, much like with Cal Ripken Jr., the, the streak had to end sometime. And this is the first instance of your boy Hunter fumbling the ball in terms of booking, in my opinion, uh, by uh, not putting the belts on EO and Dakota on Monday. Uh, granted, they're going to get a rematch, but I feel like you don't kind of cut the momentum of this group when they're just getting established, especially if the end game is to build to Bianca and Sasha coming back. That being said, I think this will be a fun match. Like, everybody in the match is talented. Um, I will say... Uh, I'll say the control, Janet Jackson's control. Uh, uh, I'm trying to think of any other control puns. Uh, remote control used to come on MTV. Uh, I think control gets the win to get their heat back. Uh, I don't think we get Sasha or Naomi involved because I don't think... Maybe this is a, a jingoistic or a bit xenophobic, Steve Willie, but you don't give that to the foreigners, man. You don't give that to the Brits. <laughs> you save that return for America. <laughs> that is that is something you, you <laughs> save for for a big big town like a L.A. or Chicago or, or you know New York. Like you save that moment when they return for a big American city. And and Ew, so no, we're not going to get it this weekend. Seventy thousand people. That's a uh, you know. Yeah, that's a good that's a good point. Uh, yeah, yeah, I could see that. I, uh, I we are playing nasty matches, to end the show have because time for more like angles and stuff too. Mm. All right. right, so, so, uh, what do you think, Pete? Uh, I, I mean, it's got to be Bailey's team winning it. Uh, I mean, I think you'll tease a lot of stuff uh, going forward with it. I think, yeah. I think they have to get a win after losing this last week and stuff. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think Oscar could eat the pin. I think she'll be fine. Steve? I think Alexa Bliss can eat the pin. I don't even yeah, know why go. she's there anymore at this point. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah I, I was shocked that uh, Rachel and Aaliyah won because I thought that was the easy storyline. I uh, have, mm. you know, the uh, EOS guy and... Uh, Dakota Kai win, and then that's your easy way to bring back Sasha and Naomi to, to uh, you know, put them over. But yeah, they they threw a little curveball into there, and this is, it's just one of those wacky like put a team together to face your new your new stable. Like Bianca, Alexa, and Asuka don't really have much in common besides they just threw them together um, <laughs> from being on Raw. Um, and they've so, yeah. all won, and they've all carried the big belt, uh, the women's title. Other than that, yeah, yeah. So yeah, Bailey, mm. Dakota, and EO have to win this. Uh, there's like talk about DraftKings, like bet the bet the house on it. Though they'd probably more <laughs> put which person's going to go off the top rope third uh, for the for the bet <laughs> DraftKings. But um, <laughs> yeah, it's plus one seventy five. Yeah, it, it's weird um, because I like most yeah, of the I, people in this match. Like, I like a lot of the people in the match. I love Bianca. I love Asuka. Um, 
but this match isn't really doing much for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm a little perplexed by it as well. I think it's just to get them on the get them on the show. But mm-hmm. um, all right, next I think, up, I think uh, be the second fine. of our three titles. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think so too. I mean, it's you, all six of them can go uh, for the most part. So um, I don't think we have a problem with any of them in that aspect. I, I mean, I uh, think that. all right, I next up. Might, I think they might tease some stuff with Bianca and the belt and uh, um, uh, well, maybe, with, maybe with Asuka or, you know, we'll, we'll see. I think that I think they could mm-hmm. be, it could be the women not getting along or the baby faces, you know? Yeah. You know, because Bianca's the only one with the belt on this team. So, you can only have one Raw Women's Champion. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Women's Champions, let's talk about the other one. The uh, SmackDown Women's Champion, Liv Morgan, uh, taking on. She goes from uh, one uh, legitimate uh, killer to another legitimate killer as she uh, siphons off of Ronda Rousey. And we get Shayna Baszler, who I think is another Triple H. Uh, uh, totally. Totally. Favorite. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I see. I actually see her winning this. I actually see her winning. Um, she has to. I, I mean, she doesn't have much left, in my opinion. I mean, she's she's kind of in that in that spot where you know she had she was a killer in 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 uh, NXT NXT, and now she's kind of just you know floating aimlessly. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, I'm a know, little. I, I, I I'd like to see. Shayna win. No disrespect to Liv, but I think I think Shayna needs something for her resume, or she could be in for a very uh, unsettling future. Uh, Steve Willie. Yeah, I'm I'm worried about this one because I'm a huge Shayna fan too. Um, they, but they, I mean, they definitely seem to be behind be behind Liv Morgan with kind of a weird fluke win, um, and and then. The thought being that she'd again a clean win over Ronda down the road. Uh, so now, hey, let's have this win over Shayna to build back up to Ronda. I, I don't know if Liv Morgan's so moving any needles, but mm-hmm. I want Shayna to win, but I think Liv's going to retain. Hmm. Here's the thing, Steve Willie. Mm-hmm. I feel like. And and I don't want to besmirch the good name of Liv Morgan, but Liv Morgan, you mentioned Alexa Bliss earlier. Liv Morgan feels like a less interesting Alexa Bliss. <laughs> so while it's nice that she had this moment, that she had this title run, I think we can turn the page. And Shane is somebody who I thought they were going to do something. So I, I'm I'm excited for it. I hope I hope that the they put the belt on Shayna because there's a lot more you can do, I think, with Shayna on top versus uh, Liv Morgan, who's a nice story, but at the end of the day, nobody's really coming to see Liv Morgan defend this title that she won on a fluke. Yeah, so I totally, I, I, I agree, but I think Liv's going to uh, win, but I would love to see Shayna being booked as a, as a killer like she was in NXT. I enjoyed her work in NXT. I enjoyed her character work in NXT. I always fantasy booked when uh, Ronda was first came on that they would do like the Sting Luger thing where mm-hmm. uh, uh, she would be like a baby face with Ronda, but then behind her back, stick her tongue <laughs> out or whatever type of thing would have built to something there because I think they could have a 
a good match between the two of them with their with their styles and stuff. But uh, you know, they they didn't they didn't call me and ask for my opinion. Um, so, uh, uh, but I, I I think I think it could be interesting. But yeah, I'm you know I, I see what you're saying about the the Liv Morgan and um, uh, what's her name? Uh, what, what's the blonde's name? Uh, Alexis. I, I totally get it, uh, but I mean, one's a heel, one's a baby face, so that's the other. I mean, the major difference. Um, I mean, Alexa's technically a baby face now. I think Pete. Now, yeah, I guess now, yeah, I guess now. But yeah, but when, when she, you wouldn't when know she it from the, the programming, but I think she is. But when she had the belt, I think she was a heel all the time. Yes, um, and she was crazy at, at various yeah, points. Yeah, I mean, who knows? She's been through so many different characters. Uh, she was I mean, possessed. I guess, I guess once you get married <laughs> to a famous rock, uh, uh, famous musician, you become a baby face. <laughs> But yeah, I I I really like Shayna, so I'm, I hope I hope this is something going in that direction. But I just I think they they're behind Liv a lot. I think they like Liv. Uh, she's a, she's a good baby face, but I also don't know how great of an opponent she would make for Shayna. Uh, it just she just doesn't seem like that she works that style like uh, like Shayna and she used to you know like Shayna would get a whole group of people working that type of uh, that style, and I'm not sure if uh, Liv. Uh, I I don't know if this match, and I'm a big Shayna fan, and where I loved her, where but I don't know if this match, this might could be the worst match on the whole show. Mm. Mm. Yeah, it, it may not it it may not be pretty. As a matter of fact, I have a feeling that that Shayna. I think gonna... the, I think the crowd is not going to be dying for this match either. To tell you the truth, but we'll see. Yeah, I think the I think that I think Shayna is going to just actually kind of do what Ronda did to her, except actually win. I think she'll just push her around mm-hmm. and just mm-hmm. make her tap out. And, and I think she will uh, exploit injuries and, you know, like the arm and all that. And I think that's I think that's what's going to happen. All right. Time now for the match that uh, is bringing everyone to the castle. And that is the guy who owns the castle. Is this the show? Is this the moment that Roman Reigns epic run comes to an end? Roman Reigns, the head of the table, the king of, well, he's not the king of kings. There's only one of those. The undisputed WWE Universal Champion has all the gold, taking on the homeboy, the man who owns the castle, Mr. Drew McIntyre. Do we get Steve Aloysius Willie, a repeat of SummerSlam 92? Do we get the hometown win? Does Cardiff explode or is this just another mirage and Roman Reigns keeps going? Steve, I'll start with you. I think the time is nigh for 70,000 people to get together at the Clash of the the Castle. Just build to a giant cataclysm of nope. It's it's going to be Roman. <laughs> <laughs> That it's gonna fun. be yeah. I I, I the crowd's gonna be for Drew, but it just it doesn't seem like this is the time to end it. Even though he's just not the guy to end it. Mm-hmm. it. It feels like it has to be bigger than this. Even if even if Tyson Fury helps him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a yeah yeah. Tyson Fury. I mean, maybe Roman versus Tyson Fury. You know this. Then they can go back to Brock and then Goldberg, and then they can go back to Tyson Fury again. <laughs> I, mean, I'm saying, I mean, Fury's going to be there, I suppose. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, uh, I think. Yeah, I think I still think Roman's going to win. I mean, maybe Tyson Fury takes care of the Usos or something like that. I mean, no one's going to take Sammy. He's the real head of the table. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I I think this. I hope it's not too overbooked, but I do think Randy Orton or Cody Rhodes are going to be the guys to do it. I would have thought Cody before he got injured. I still think Randy Orton's going to be the guy to do it. He's been out of this picture. For way too long. And talk about a Triple H guy. Uh, true. But and an guy, actually, I think guy. I think him working with Riddle, tagging with Riddle, actually helped Orton get over even more. Than Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. The, um, just doing something different and not constantly being, you know, quote unquote, the Viper. Like having more yeah. of a character and more of a personality besides the same thing for years. And then when he, you know, went away, and I don't know if it's like an... Um, like if it's a serious injury or anything like that, I, I just wasn't dialed into that when it happened. Um, when he comes back, it's going to be bigger. It's, you know, there's anytime someone comes back after a few months off, especially when he and Riddle were arguably the hottest act yeah. earlier this year, um, it, it's going to be a big pop. And it, I think it's him or Cody that's going to do it. I just don't think Drew is big enough at this point, even with the big crowd. Yeah, even though you know Orton almost like um, almost almost like Tom Brady in a way, where working with Riddle made him more relatable. It's like when Brady got shit faced <laughs> at the Super Bowl parade. You know, <laughs> I mean, it made him the most relatable anyone's ever seen him before. You know that, and that's almost how Orton was working with Riddle. It became so much more relatable and stuff. Uh, to where I where I, I was like I was liked Orton. Don't get me wrong, but. Now he was at, he was actually becoming entertaining, where right? like you wanted to watch him type of stuff. He had he always had a charisma, but now it was like like cool, fun charisma uh, type of stuff. Um, so yeah, I totally get that. So you think Roman wins, Pete? God, you know what? If Vince was still in charge, I'd say Roman wins. But I think Hunter doesn't want to fucking kill a town. I'm not saying he would kill the town. But I think he wants to send him home happy. So I think I honestly might they might pull the trigger here with McIntyre. So we'll see. Hmm. Nate. Much like Steve's lead into his point, Scott, I think mm-hmm. Triple H has done a great job over the past couple of weeks of building Drew up to where you could believe that he could beat Roman. But he's not going to beat Roman. I think the crowd <laughs> is going to be extremely hot. I think it's going to be a great match. Uh, but I don't think this is the time, and I don't think Drew's the guy. I do think, you know, to Pete's point, there will be some kind of comeuppance, whether it's post-match or something like that, where we send the crowd home happy. But it's not going to be sending them home happy because Drew's the new champion. That's because fair. I, I think if you do that, it's... You know, we talk a lot about hot shotting. I think that would yeah. be short-sighted because ultimately the goal is we're building to this big story of who's going to take down Roman. And while Drew is in the mix, I don't think it's Drew. I don't. I think it might be Randy, but more to Steve's point, I think this is setting the table for the return of, of, of the American nightmare when he returns, Cody Devontae Rhodes. I yeah, think it I is, I think it is all about. Yeah, I think it's all about. Uh, I think it's all about Mr. Devontae Rhodes. I think it's all about him. Yeah, Everyone's I still, like, well, I still, I'm I love these people. I still think Hunter 
has a problem with fucking Cody and all the fucking <laughs> shit. <laughs> See, I, I absolutely do not. I think that's just well, you. What, what, what better Cox. way, oh, though, Pete? What better way to exact your revenge than to get Cody the belt and then take it off of him? Yeah, then, uh, yeah. is going to come out of retirement just to squash Cody. Yeah, the risk of having a heart attack and dying. At me, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. If you're going to be petty, uh, Steve, you got to be petty till the end. <laughs> and, oh you know, God. the other thing, though, I do believe that Hunter is trying to protect the belt. So, it, they, mm. I mean, that, that's the other reason why that. I mean, I'm not sold on Drew uh, winning at all. Don't get me wrong. Uh, I think that he's going to try to book it where they're going to leave the crowd happy and try to protect that belt. So we'll yeah. see. I mean, it'd be a great moment, Pete. And honestly, you could make the argument that him winning at the Clash of the Castle is the WrestleMania moment he never got because yeah. his WrestleMania moment happened during lockdown. Yeah, it sucked. Yeah. Yeah, his WrestleMania moment happened in an empty building. There are more people in my room right now than there were there. That's the <laughs> unfortunate part. Um, I, I think... Uh, when it comes down to brass tacks, um, I think Triple H appreciates good competition. So I'm sure he got a good chuckle three years ago when when Cody threw the <laughs> threw the uh, fucking sledgehammer on the throne. And you know, huh. um, you got a good chuckle, so, you know. Huh? <laughs> yeah, you know, really, and you know, really, Pete. Then you know, Cody should have quit, and then he could have gone back, done some more cocaine with his old boss. And he could be in the dark order like everybody else does. So, you know, Malachi Black will be in the dark order within the next week, too. So who knows? No, I don't know. But I think that uh, I think that that uh, I'd like to see Drew win because I'm just an old school fan who loves feel good moments. Um, It's a weird we're in a weird place here because. um, I mean, what do you do? This is what happens when you have an awesome heel that doesn't lose because every moment seems like a great moment until it's not. And so I don't know if they wait till L.A. or if they wait till Philly in two years. I don't know what the fuck they're going to do. I don't. But every at this stage, it almost except if it's Brocker or uh, or Goldberg. And I don't think either of those are going to happen again. Um, every every show seems like the right moment. And you don't know when that is. So, no, and I don't. Have time Sorry, I don't get the get the belt back out there on the on the house show circuit i mean i i, I know the belt doesn't matter who i mean mm. but it just it just uh, from hunter as an old school guy would the belt needs to be defended on these house shows type of mentality i agree i think you and i think you will see this i think you'll at least see the secondary belts listen yeah. uh what year was it 20 was it 2017 when uh when aj beat owens for the u.s title at the garden was that 2017 i think uh, I think it was 2017. So I do think it'll happen again. Uh, there are also those big rumors that Triple H will be redesigning the belts because I'm sure he fucking hates them because they're just nothing but giant WWE <laughs> billboards with jewels in them. I yeah. think he wants to go. Everyone thinks. And Cody Devontae Rhodes did say he wants to whenever when he wins the world title, he wants the, the belt that I'm looking at right now in my collection, the winged eagle. I think uh, Triple H would oblige and then pin him for it. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, so, no, but, um, anyway, so, no, but anyway, um, sledgehammer, that's right. Sledgehammer, the old belt, sledgehammer, the dog, sledgehammer, uh, Brandy's stupid, uh, island in her kitchen with her 50 pina coladas. And no, I'm just kidding. No, um, so no, it's all right. So there you go. There's clash of the castle, which I think will be a nice tight little sick, you know, I could see it going you know, to two fifteen, And I don't know how much, how much longer you could stretch six matches out of. 
Um, so anyway. get some angles, some promos. Right. I mean, Tyson, you yeah. know, Fury kissing the babies, shaking the hands. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I could see it hitting. I can't see it going longer than like two thirty-five. Maybe a little bit. I'll take I'll take a two and a half hour show over a fucking four or five hour fuck show. Mm-hmm. Any mm-hmm. Week, I'll tell you that. Yeah, much. I agree. I agree. All right, so let's move on to Sunday and two shows going on on this day. Uh, in the afternoon, down in Orlando, right now there's five matches, so this could be a quickie. Uh, Worlds Collide, which is the or pretty much the farewell show for NXT UK. They're officially closing as uh, WWE is going to try to do a more expansive NXT, uh, you know, feeder development situation in all of Europe. So, uh, so all the NXT UK champions will be defending their titles against the NXT equivalents in big matches. The world title, the women's title, and a couple of others as well. So, five matches. Let's do this quick. Carmelo Hayes, your NXT North American champion. Pete, you could just pass or just pick a name. It's okay. Uh, <laughs> Carmelo Hayes will, de- will defend the North American championship against Ricochet. Um, Ricochet is a former uh, North American champion, I think. Yeah, he is. Um, I think every match, like most NXT shows, I think every match is going to be uh, a word that Nate, not, that's, that uh, Pete and I hate, banger. But I think all five of these matches will be pretty good. Uh, Nate, your boy Ricochet, what do you think? No? Carmelo Hayes, what do you think? Hmm. Now, this is what it's like when worlds collide, Scott Criscola. Yes. Are you ready to go? Because I'm ready to go, Steve Willie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I think I think it'll be a, a really good match. Like, it, it's something I'm excited for. Uh, in full disclosure, it's something I'll probably watch later that week, most likely like a Wednesday or Thursday. Uh, right, me too. Versus watching it. Versus watching it. Uh, in the moment, uh, but I feel like this this is weird because I think this is a point where everybody's kind of re-auditioning for the jobs that they already have with the new boss, with the new management, so to speak. I'd like to say Ricochet. I think I'm going to go youth here, though, and go mm. Carmelo. Okay. Pete, what do you think? Ass. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Steve? Listen, if I like a theme that we're going to have here tonight, I think is throwing these cards together at the last second. Um, and two of these five matches, 40% of the card just so happened. Mm. On on Tuesday of this week, just like all these people just decided, you know what we're gonna do today? We're just gonna go hang out at NXT. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go lift weights at the at the performance center. Yeah, I you know I know we're yeah. going. Yeah. I know Gunther is going to uh, Wales in a couple days, but you know, like I'm just gonna head down to Florida and uh, just go say hey to a couple people. Uh, so this this match is just like like okay I get it they both had the North American Championship I think Carmelo Hayes is going to win it's just going to give him uh, like some pastiche as you would say Scott on the title um, yes but yes yeah just very bizarre like 
just if you're gonna have this big when worlds collide thing and you're gonna like close up shop like why why <laughs> why this isn't nxt versus nxt uk this is nxt versus <laughs> main event not our main event their <laughs> main event superstars yeah, this is this is almost like the old wcw booking of the loser on a pole uh uh gets fired or whatever type thing you know and i just haven't seen carmelo hayes um so i can't really you know speak to that but i'm just thinking like the way the booking is like it would just make sense mm. Mm. okay uh, I am going with uh, Carmelo as well. I think Carmelo would, uh, will hold on to the title as well. But I think that'll be a great match. All right. Uh, the NXT and NXT UK tag team titles are uh, being merged. You have the Creed brothers, Brutus and Julius. Brooks Jensen and Josh Briggs. Uh, Gallus, the team of Mark Coffey and Wolfgang. And Pretty Deadly, Elton Peer, uh, Prince and Kit Wilson. Um like Pete, I'm gonna pass because I don't even know. I don't, know I, I, I don't think I've watched a total of like five minutes of NXT UK. I'll be honest. So, I'm I I, 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 I I'm gonna go with Gallus just because I think it's a cool name. Reminds me of Jesse and Festus Gallows. I don't know. I'm going with Gallus, Coffee and Wolfgang. What do you? Pete's gonna pass. Nate, what do you think? Actually, I was gonna go First with the Creed of, Brothers, but that's besides. Mm. I definitely not picking Gallus. <laughs> First of all, Scott, the Creed Brothers versus Brooks Jensen and Josh Briggs sounds like a hell of a country music feud from 1999. <laughs> That's and right. Why is, exactly. Why is Elton John Prince involved with this as well? Exactly. <laughs> Can't he feel uh, the love tonight? I mean, seriously. And and Kit Wilson, <laughs> one of the Lost Wilson Phillips. Yes. Sisters. Yeah, exactly. Hold on for, for one, one more day. day. Huh? <laughs> wow, that was that was secret items right there, guys. Yeah. Um, there you go. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I'll pass on this one. Um, my like, I, Creed Brothers are pretty deadly. I guess I don't know. I'll just pass. <laughs> yeah, it's like kind of has to be the Creed. Here's the thing. Why would you? Just thinking about this in terms of what's going forward, like, yeah, why would you put over any of the NXT UK people when they're not going to be the ones primarily on the shows going forward until uh, NXT Europe launches, right? Like, the Creed Brothers are going to be the dudes on your TV screen going forward week to week, and probably not Brooks Jensen and Josh Briggs and uh, Big and Rich and uh, any other mid 90s early 2000s country music group uh so yeah like florida why, georgia why, line uh, yes florida Brooks georgia line why would you put Brooks up any Dunn? of these nxt uk people <laughs> true that is true i just like gallus it's a cool name all right um <laughs> we are combined to gallus 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 come on that'd be a cool t-shirt gallus 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 um all right yeah, if it the women's sold that tag well, they probably wouldn't be on the uk brand honestly <laughs> that is true. Yeah, that is true. All right. The NXT women's tag team titles are on the line. Katana Chance and Caden Carter, the champions, taking on uh, from Raw. I think they're on Raw. Nikki A.S.H. I just call her Nikki Ash. I don't know why they do the, the name thing. I, I think that she should just go back to Nikki Cross. 
And probably in her last match in this name before going back to Piper Niven, uh, Dewdrop. Um, I actually know all four of these ladies. Uh, I think Chance and Carter retain uh, Nate. They probably will, but I don't want them to because honestly, in a world where eventually we're going to get Bianca and Naomi back, and I'm assuming EO and Dakota take the tag titles here soon on the main roster. Mm-hmm. There's no space for uh, Dewdrop and the white uh, cheesecake of sports entertainment, uh, Nikki Cross. <laughs> uh, but if, if you know, you know. That's, that's a deep cut for the Nikki Storm watchers out there. Uh, mm-hmm. I think that, like, they need something to do because they're, they're so much better, Steve, than what they've been given on the main roster. And even if, even if it is kind of a step back, I think they could do a lot on NXT with some of these young uh, girls and, and, and elevating that tag team division now that Toxic Attraction has moved up. So, yeah, I, I'd like to see them put it on Dewdrop and Nikki, but it probably won't happen. I would like to see Nikki go back to the Nikki Cross as well, because yep. that was actually uh, a unique character for WWE. It was like, mm-hmm. if you took Delirious from Ring of Honor and mm. um, made her a little bit more comprehensible. Uh, <laughs> another match that like, Hey, we just happened to be at NXT today. Let's go up (laughs) for the tag team match at the championship in five days. Oh, okay. Uh, Okay. So another, I don't want to be a a jerk here. I'm not like trying to be uh, like, haha, NXT name changes, LOL. This is Casey Catanzaro, right? Katana chance. They, when did that happen? (laughs) Am I right? Is that a year ago, right? Okay. You're, you're asking the wrong. You are asking the <laughs> okay. wrong three people right now. I'm okay, just gonna say like, yes. I know that they've named. I, like, I thought it was about a year ago because she quit, came back, and changed her name. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I didn't like, know it was Casey until I I watched the win the titles, and I was like, huh, she looks a lot like Catanzaro. Like, oh no, bro- that is Catanzaro. Broke up with Ricochet. I mean, yes. <laughs> Ricochet won the name in the breakup. <laughs> I, I think uh, it's gonna be right. yeah I, I i think it's gonna be carter and chance uh i hope um i i you know i think it would be good if nikki cross comes back to nxt and then do drop you know i heard you know saw that she wants to reclaim her her name and triple h was up for it um, i haven't seen enough on her on the main roster to see if she would be uh, a good fit um so yeah i, I think like Casey and Caden. At some point, someone's going to have to win an NXT UK, though. I think. <laughs> I know. Well, two I, of the, I these two matches that were thrown together to have nothing to do with NXT. They have nothing to do with. I mean, I guess people from Raw and SmackDown came down. I guess what that's what the world's collide is. <laughs> it's brand um, supremacy all over again, Steve Willie. Yeah, it is. Where's Keith Lee? He was the supreme brand on that Survivor Series. Uh. Do I even want to ask you, Pete? Do you want do you want to get a quarter to flip? <laughs> on what? Oh, uh, uh, I'll on go this with, match. I go, I go with Casey Kazano's team. Whatever <laughs> okay. name is. <laughs> uh, Nate, Casey. Even though it should be Nikki and Dewdrop. Yeah. All right. Uh, now we are unifying the. NXT, the uh, two women's titles, the NXT champion, Mandy Rose, the NXT UK champion, Miko Satomura, 
And then Blair Davenport is being added in this match as well. Uh, uh, Mandy Rose is a is a Mandy Rose is a Vince project when 2.0 started, and she's worked her ass off, and she's a great heel, and she looks better with dark hair. But this may be, maybe the match that we do get a UK winner. I could see, I could maybe. definitely see Nico Satamora winning this match, uh, Pete. Maybe. Possibly. Um, but again, you know, Mandy does a really good job on her promos and, and, and from what I've seen and, and eats up some TV time. And I mean, she's easy on the eyes, so I'll go with Mandy. Okay. I, I am, I am, uh, you know, I'm, I'm that guy. <laughs> I'm, that, I'm, I'm that demographic. I think um, Mandy Rose made the demographic, so. <laughs> I, I'm the Blair Davenport uh, demographic. Mm-hmm. So I think this is going to be as much as I would like, uh, you know, the main event to be NXT UK. I, I think this might be the one because if Toxic Attraction has already gone up to the main roster, I could see Mandy going up with them uh, because, you know, they could probably have the Raw's women's trios titles. I mean, that's that's what they really should do. Um, <laughs> but, but Blair Davenport. I don't really think she's had a chance yet. She's got a really good look. She can go in the ring. And I I think if you're pivoting NXT, she could be someone that uh, carries the the women's belt to, uh, you know, just through the future. I, like, she can she could be on NXT or NXT Europe. I think Satomura will probably go back to, to Europe. And, and I think Davenport would just be a, a good person to have at the top during a relaunch. Mm. Nate? I'd like it to be Satamore. Miko Satamore. First of all, shout out to to this legend mm-hmm. out here at 79 years of age, much like Satchel Paige still doing it with the youngsters. Uh, obviously, I'm mm-hmm. being a little bit facetious. Uh, but, but I think, like, if... If this were just a one-off show, I'd have Satamora go over totally. Uh, but this is ostensibly like building towards the next NXT Europe slash what's going on on NXT 2.0. Uh, so I kind of like which, where Steve Willie's head is at uh, in terms of Blair Davenport, uh, a.k.a. B. Priestley. Like, I think that Mandy Rose is... She's not just Pete's demographic. She is the demographic of the people that watch Raw the most, which is why I feel like she will be on Raw sooner rather than later. And they have they have had opportunities to take the belt off of Mandy in one-on-one situations, but have not seemed inclined to do that. And I think this is a way to get the belt off of Mandy without Mandy losing face, so to speak. So... I'm gonna go for the wild card here and and and, and join Team Steve Willie and uh go yes. for, go for Davenport. I think uh, Blair Davenport will be a will be seconds away from winning the match uh, until Britt Baker runs in, kicks B in the head, and says "fuck you, bitch," and then runs back out. No, no, no. <laughs> um, uh, unprofessional, which is why B Priestley is Blair Davenport and not the AEW Women's Champion. Um, uh, I, I think, uh, I like Satomura here 
And because I do think that Mandy's going to join the main roster with Toxic Attraction. No, because I like Toxic Attraction, but Mandy's kind of like the she's like the head of the pink ladies. So I, I can't see her not being there. So, man, going and now, there, man, a nice, nice little like uh, reference in her, in her passing <laughs> away. Yes, yes. Rest in peace, Sandy. Um, a hickey from Kinnicky's like a Hallmark card. All right. Um, <laughs> so let's get to the main event. Uh, I think this match is going to be fantastic. Uh, baby, uh, baby, uh, I was going to call him the, uh, uh, baby gremlin, the baby, re- the baby dog face gremlin, our <laughs> NXT champion, Braun break, break Steiner, uh, Braun wreck breaker, um, taking on the NXT UK champion, Tyler Bate, who of course won it from, uh, Dra- uh Dragunov cause or he, Dragunov got hurt, right? Yeah. Dragunov got hurt. <laughs> and then what, something. You anyway. say so. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to, I, this is my upset of the weekend. Uh, I'll start with you, Pete, but I think Tyler Bate wins the NXT, women, uh, combines the, uh, will, will merge the two world championships. He'll be the NXT champion. And I think you will see Braun Breaker next Friday on SmackDown. I, I can buy Braun think? going up. And I, I mean, I can see that. Uh, but God, I don't think they'll give it to Tyler Bate. Um, I mean, he, he's a good worker, but man, I, he's so not. Well, you know what? He's uh, I mean, Triple H is a Gargano guy, so I mean, he's, so it's he's not against short people anymore. Um, <laughs> Only Chris. You know, <laughs> I'm, I'm still I'm still gonna say Braun. I think they're gonna wait. Uh, uh, I think I'm gonna go with a little keep a uh, little Steiner is gonna win. Um, <laughs> Just because I, I just can't imagine uh, them pulling the trigger on, on Tyler Bate to carry the NXT brand until now. Yeah, I'm going to go with Little Steiner winning it. Okay. Steve? My heart says Bate. Um, he's just been just he, nowhere the last couple of years, really. Um, just kind of floundering and doing tag team stuff in NXT UK. But, but yeah, like I just can't like you're saying, Pete. I just can't see it happening. He's just kind of like you said, a great, great worker. I would say more than a good worker. He's a great worker, incredibly strong. But the only thing that's changed with him in the last like five, six years is the length of his hair. Yeah, <laughs> that that's about it. Um, I, I, and, his, and his age, you know. Yeah, they've put way too much behind Braun Breaker to to stop it with what seems to be a throwaway show. Yeah. Mm. Okay, Nate. Yes, uh, make it a make it a sweep. Uh, depending on your answer, Scotty, I'm going with that man, LeBron Breaker, as well. Uh, ah. It, <laughs> For a couple of reasons. Number one, as as uh, Steve alluded to, like I don't think this is where you would switch that title um, if you're going to take the title off of Braun. But I also don't think it's time for him to come up yet. Like I think he's got the potential, but I think you want to you want to season him up a little bit more. Like dude's only 24, 25. Like he can he can spend a couple more months down in NXT before we bring him to the main roster. Because I feel like we've got to, the main roster kind of has to settle down a little bit. Like now that we've transitioned from Vince to Hunter, it needs to, like the landscape needs to settle down before we, we plug in this new character. Uh, so I think, you know, just like continue to put the rocket on Bronze back, let him run through NXT until you have somebody who you feel like, okay, 
this is the guy we can have him drop the belt to, uh, and then we can move him up. Or, you know, you could have him, you know, just uh, leave without being beaten uh, and, and, and you know, res- re- relinquish the belt uh, on the way out. But, yeah, I think Braun wins. He is one of the few bright spots week to week or has been one of the few bright spots week to week on what uh, Professor Chris Ely uh, regularly refers to, Steve, as a garbage <laughs> trash show which is NXT 2.0. <laughs> and so, yeah, I think you leave him down there for a little bit longer, keep the belt on him, and then bring him up, you know, maybe at the end of the year as, like, the big mm-hmm. move at the end of the year. And and, and okay. Hunter's MO has always been, when it was with NXT, was there's usually somebody they passing the torch to. Usually mm-hmm, it'd be mm-hmm. a big debut, like with Samoa Joe or, or, uh, or Owens or Finn, you know, it'd be like... Oh my God! Oh, he's here, you know, type of thing. Uh, off the Indies is usually what he would do before. But yeah, Tyler Bates not that guy. So no. Uh, mm. What I think is going to happen is midway through the match, you're going to hear this very low rumbling sound coming from somewhere in the performance center, and all of a sudden, a giant backhoe tractor is going to drive through the entrance, and <laughs> out comes Brock Lesnar. Who's gonna get out of the get out of the tractor, get in the ring with his hat and an even longer beard going, This is cute, and walk out with the NXT. No, I'm only kidding. Um <laughs> no. uh, this is the only one I haven't won. Uh, I might get paid enough to do this. No, I I think that's gonna happen. No. Uh I I mean I like Tyler Bate, but the, I, I, you guys are kind of getting in my head. You're probably right that, that Tyler Bate's just here to just put Braun over. And I think Braun will will and I like Braun. I he got he was crazy hot when he uh I saw him live Mania Weekend at the NXT stand and deliver. And the place devastated when Bill Ziegler won that match. Devastated. Of course, mm. two days later, Braun won it back on Braun won it back on Raw. But uh he's over. He really is. And I agree. I say keep it keep the rocket ship on him until Triple H thinks that, you know, all right, we've we've done enough. You know, Sean or whoever the hell's running it now will have has enough guys under him to to uh, fix this, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, and 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 then we can move Braun up. I agree with you, uh, Nate. I could see it. I could see him debuting on day one because the day, they mm-hmm. are doing WWE day one on New Year's Day down in uh, your neck of the woods, uh, uh, Nate, the uh, Phillips Arena, home of the Hawks. Uh, that seems mm-hmm. to be like the thing. Is that going to be the thing and, now? And uh, bronze, bronze of Georgia boy. And he is. Is that like going to be the thing now? Like WWE day one is going to be at the Phillips arena every year or whatever it's called now. Hey, if Steve, arena? if Steve Willie can monopolize all the AEW shows, at <laughs> the least, the least we can do in the wrestling world is give the home of Trey young WWE rookie of the year a year ago, uh, uh, something every year. So, yes, there you go. So, I think he debuts on day one, which I think New Year's Day is, I think it's a Sunday. So, that might make sense. All right. So, there you go. There is uh, there is the Worlds Collide pay-per-view. All right. Uh, now, for the meaty part of the uh, evening. Here we go. We went from a six-match show uh, to a five-match show. To a uh, 14. I can't even Four, 14. 14. Wow, that's yeah, wow, I that's counted last game. night. Uh, that's short <laughs> for the technically 11 because three matches are on the what, what do they call it? The buy in, 
Or is that the the zero off this time? Yeah. Yeah. So three buy-in matches, and then um, and then eleven matches proper. So here we go. Who the AEW fuck all out buy-in matches? Honestly, I mean, Jesus. No. I know, right? Um. Boy. How about so, one good one? They buy the on GM. I mean, yeah, people need to be convinced. Big... They need to be convinced to buy. So we need more than one match. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You know, oh, have a have geez. a two hour buy in show. <laughs> yes. And then a four hour regular show. And every match is 36 minutes. All right. So, okay. AEW all out. Sunday night. Mr. Willie in the audience. Yes. Is the Pro Wrestling T store going to be open? Uh, no, they um they shut down the store because they couldn't keep um during the pandemic because they have so many oh, sales yeah, that they just had to yeah, expand their printing uh their printing process over to the the retail store. Yeah. That's true. all right. Did they need to bring uh, like an inflatable three, uh, butt, like an inflatable butt pillow to the show? <laughs> Do I have to buy one of those? For uh, <laughs> This is going five hours, right? Oh hell yeah. yeah! Like I've been, I've been meaning to go to like the movie theater for one of those type of things to go to the theater to watch one of these. And then mm-hmm. I realized I don't want to be in a theater for five hours, man. Like you <laughs> yeah. know, King Kong was long. I mean, I can't imagine an AEW pay per view at a movie theater. Yeah, I mean, at least uh, if you have like the the really nice reclining seats, like one of those theaters, that could be fun. Yeah, I'd be asleep. I'm yeah. too old for that shit. <laughs> ah. <laughs> uh, I wonder God, if you no. could watch right. a AW at like one of those uh 4DX theaters. <laughs> it has like the environmental, like the like the ground rumbles, and then you got like weather effects. <laughs> it squirts blood at you. Yeah, it squirts and, blood during a Moxley match. I honestly, I honestly thought, I honestly thought Nate, you said a triple X theater. I'm like what? I mean, that's a I'm theater like a where first... you watch Elix Skipper matches. <laughs> I was gonna say you get to, you watch you 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 watch a, a TNA tag team matches from 2003. <laughs> like, what? my God, that was pretty awesome. I'm thinking to myself, all right, okay. The three buy-in matches. Uh, Tomohiro Ishii is taking on Eddie Kingston. So Eddie Kingston is kind of reinstated, but not really. He gets stuck on the pre-show. He will not be wrestling Sammy Guevara. Uh, Pac will defend the All Atlantic title. Against Paul Jones. No, not Paul Jones. Sorry. Uh, Kip, Sa- Kip Sabian still with the company? Is he really? Oh, he okay. just, wow. he's, yeah, he's been doing, uh, well, he was injured for a long time. And he was doing like a little gimmick in the crowd where he's wore a box on his head. And <laughs> let's just move on. <laughs> okay. And uh, Hook will defend the FTW title against Angelo Parker. So those are the, uh, those are the pre-man. We don't have to pick those. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, let us begin. Brian Danielson. To take on Chris Jericho. Um, okay. Um, Nate, I think this will be a fun match. It'll probably be, you know, I could see this being one of the ones that goes 19 minutes. It shouldn't, but I think it will. <laughs> I like Danielson here. I think he has to win. Yeah, Danielson for the win um, because he needs it more. Also, Jericho doesn't lose much in the loss, but I think it'll be fun. Both guys are are pros uh, and They'll they'll give us a match that doesn't overstay its welcome. Mm-hmm. Okay, G- Steve. Yeah, uh, Danielson's going to win. Jericho's really 
been trying to up his game with some of these bigger matches, uh, the one-on-one matches specifically, like the the regular one-on-one match he had with Kingston, not the weird barbed wire one, which was a little too much. So I think Jericho is mm-hmm. really going to challenge himself to keep up with Danielson. And I mean, Danielson's the same same guy we've seen for you know 20 years at this point. He can have a great match with literally anybody. Uh, so, mm. yeah, I mean, if, if Jericho is going to have his his last little singles run here and there, you you might as well put him in with a guy who can who, who can uh, carry you if needed. Right. Pete? We think. Yeah, Jericho, I'm going to go with uh, Danielson. Jericho's no fool. I mean, mm-hmm. he knows how to stay relevant. Um, it could be interesting on what they do with Garcia in the match, so it, which could, mm-hmm. could end up, yep. you know, Leaving it flat or actually making it exciting—I don't know. It all depends on how it, how it gets executed. Um, uh, yeah, but uh, you know, Jericho—you know—he likes to latch on to the really good, good. I mean, we've we've seen it for a while. He's good at latching on and and stepping up his game though when it matters. And uh, and I, I think we'll see him adjust his style to work a Danielson style match. And I think it'd be really interesting. Yeah, I think it'd be a fun match too, but. Uh... I think Danielson is like the next big guy due to uh, uh, due to uh, win the NXT title, you know, down the line. NXT. Um, I mean, <laughs> NXT. Hey, you're you're you're, yes, you're because, fantasy booking. He's he's what resigned. He's he quit. he's, he's he gonna be the one that uh, you know Braun Breaker's gonna put over Daniel Bryan. <laughs> that young boy. <laughs> That's right. That's right. He's the one driving the tractor. That's what it's gonna be. <laughs> um, uh, I meant the uh, I meant the AW title. Um, next up, we have, uh, oh God, I hate this. The interim AEW Women's <laughs> Championship, because my girl Thunder Rosa can't get along and play well with others. She uh, dropped the bell because she wants. Yeah, there was a story about this, uh, yesterday, actually, yeah. or today, I think, about yeah, there this. Was. Yeah, there was, and, uh, uh, Tony Khan was trying not to be too, you know, hand-tipping on it, but, so... It's Tony Storm, Dr. Britt, DMD, the dentist, Jamie Hayter, and Hikaru Shida um, in a four-way for the interim, which I think is a fucking stupid idea. Um, particularly in this case, because Thunder Rosa's, and I love Thunder Rosa, please, believe me, I do. But she's dropping it because she's not behaving, however that works out. Um, I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going to pull one out of my ass here, and I think Jamie Hayter wins. Mm. I think I think I think this I think this is a match one of those matches that may shock somebody. I think I think Jamie Hayter uh, pulls this one out in a big upset. Steve, man, that's I that's a interesting call. I would be okay with. I am I, I'm very interested in Jamie Hayter. Dramatic pause, and. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, Thunder Rosa seems to have a legit, in, like a legit back injury. She's it's definitely a legit thing, and she wanted to just relinquish the title straight up. And Tony Khan's like, "No, I like this interim thing right now." Um, <laughs> he just learned the word interim. Yeah, it was like uh, abeyance. Yeah. a few, you know, a few years. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. It is like abeyance. Yep. Um, I, yep, you know, I get, I get with, uh, you know, the CM Punk Moxley thing. You knew he was going to be back in a few weeks, and um, it really 
they had some plans for punk over like forbidden door and that and so I, I get the interim there i understand it's like that you know more of a ufc type feel like a more sports yeah. feel like um this just seems a little bit more rushed though mm-hmm. than than anything um so the the whole story was set for storm to beat for tony storm to beat thunder rosa that that seemed to be where it was going so that's my assumption is like a lot of these big shows tony khan goes for the story purpose like this is what it's leaning you know building towards there's not many swerves um there's not many swerves in these big shows so i'm going to stick with tony storm although i think jamie hater would honestly be the better story Mm. because you would have the yeah you'd have one swerve <laughs> there's you there have the built-in feud kind of with Tony Storm. They they mm-hmm. wrestled earlier this year, but they have a history in stardom. And then you'd also have Jamie Hader and Britt Baker, and Britt Baker being pissed about yep. Hader winning, who is their under league. So I like that idea a lot more. I still think Tony Storm is going to win though. Okay. So Pete. Okay, Nate. Oh well, well, you know, I didn't want to step on Pete's toes, but but Steve just inspired me with okay, his, I see his prediction, and <laughs> that's why I'm going to completely go opposite his prediction. Excellent, because <laughs> I feel like we we know Tony Khan is the guy that meticulously plans these things, sometimes to a fault. We see him mm-hmm. on the sidelines where he's supposed to be at his day job, and he's. Uh, writing about his wrestling while uh, Trevor Lawrence is struggling against the Blitz. Uh, <laughs> so huh? I think the plan was always for Tony Storm to have this big moment. But I got to say, Steve, as much as I like Tony Storm, I don't think she's got the juice right now in terms mm-hmm. of the fans. And I think Jamie would be a great pick, but I'm kind of leaning towards Sheeta in an upset. Sheeta has looked really good since her return. And if this is something where this is not a long-term thing, but we need somebody to get us over for a couple months, I think you could do a lot worse than Hikaru Shida. So I'm going to go with Shida. Her offense on Dynamite this week, mm-hmm. um, I, I don't watch Dark Elevation. I just don't have that time or, or desire, to be honest. <laughs> oh, completely different, almost 100% different than mm-hmm. her title run and her first couple mm-hmm. years, like, I like a bit of a different outfit too, but like that was something that really stood out to me was that completely, you don't see that very often where even right. if people go from face to heel or heel to face, you don't see them really reinvent their mm-hmm. moveset. So that was, that really stood out to me on Wednesday. Mm. What do you think, Pete? Uh, I think it's going to be Tony storm. Um, and you know, I'm with you, Scotty. I, 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 I I didn't the interim championships didn't bother me, but now it's like it's almost like almost becoming a joke with how many times <laughs> they have an interim champion, and mm-hmm. it's like, geez, Louise, all right. And this is more of a Tony's like saying, "That's right, fuck you, uh, Thunder Rosa. I'm gonna take the belt off you anyway. You can play play nice or or or, or whatever. I'll then you'll be buried off my television, you know." Yeah, just have Thunder Rosa give up the title and then have her fight. You know, Tony Storm at some point when she gets back, it's pretty. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. easy. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't understand this whole thing. So anyway, all right, uh, we have a four-way. Ma- oh, I'm sorry, we have a six-man tag. Uh, the House of Black, Malachi Black, Brody King, and Buddy Matt speaking on Darby Allen, Sting, and Miro. Mm. Um, 
I will say this, the longest with all of the heel turns and face turns and all this, you know, all this other stuff. The Darley and Sting thing, I have to say, the fact that they're still together, I am very impressed. I figured Darby Allen would have turned on him by now. And, but and then no again, everybody yeah, turns. No, they haven't teased anything. Yeah. Yep. No, I, I think I think they like the team. Yeah. Um, I think they win, and I think Brody King eats the pin. Uh, what do you think, Nate? I think this will be a, a fun match, and, and not to correct you, Scott, on air, but, uh, you know, this is not a six-man tag team match. This is a trios match. Uh, please, <laughs> please use the correct terminology. Uh, Scott, uh, <laughs> I, I think it'll be a fun match, but, but yes, like you're, you're right, man. This thing in Darby, I'm glad that it's lasted so long. I think we'll see Sting do some ridiculously unnecessary jump off of something yeah. high, uh, because that's what Sting does now, because he is the uh, coolest 70 year old man on the planet, even though he's not 70. Uh, I think Sting uh, and Darby are still a great team. And Miro, like, I didn't know how much I missed Miro, Steve Willie. Yeah. Uh, but I, I think Miro coming back, like, injects some life. In. It's almost to the point where I kind of wish, and we'll talk about this a little more when we get to the main event. But, like, if we knew Miro was coming back anyway, like, I feel like maybe we should have brought him in at a higher position because uh, he's that good. But I think this will be a fun match, and the the good guys, the the hero of my youth, his uh, son, and uh, God's champion, come away with the win. I look forward to Miro's promos every week. His pre taped mm-hmm. I never thought I, when they started initially. I'm like, these are kind of lame, but now uh, they're definitely better than the House of Blacks, which I uh, I don't know if I've understand one of understood one of their promos. <laughs> Uh, but Miro's, he's always got like a little, little sarcastic line in there. That's hilarious. Uh, and Miro's, one thing I do like about AEW and the heel and face dynamic is with the, you know, the two entrances. And that's been, that's been around a long time. They're not like, they didn't invent it or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But um, Brian Danielson still comes out the heel side. And every once in a while, he'll remind you of that. Uh, either directly or indirectly, Miro still a heel, Sting and Darby still faces. You know, you you know based on where they come out. So it's a uh, it's a little bit of a fun dynamic there. I I'm worried that Sting is running out of high things to jump off on, <laughs> and it's like it's like caffeine. You you have a coffee every day, and eventually that one coffee doesn't do it enough, so you need to have a second. And then, you know, maybe you go to a third and you got a like quick run to uh, the gas station at three o'clock. And next thing you know, you're up all night. I'm worried that Sting's going to keep trying to go higher and higher and something not good is going to happen because he's already gone off the entranceway. He's already gone off the balcony. I don't want to see like a new Jack Vic Grimes thing happen. Mm. Uh, I don't know why I went for that reference because i'm not sure if anyone's going to try to kill sting <laughs> but i am concerned uh, i saw really that malachi black wasn't happy in aew but i i that didn't see it anywhere of mm-hmm. of merit so um i saw it on twitter a couple times but we all know it's twitter so yeah i i it's that match this match is definitely there to put darby and sting over i hope that Alistair and Brody King and Brody King's gotten a bit of a push the last few weeks. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I do hope that they move on to to bigger and better things. I thought that they started off really, really good with Alistair and Cody Rhodes, but um, Cody Devante Rhodes. I need, I need to use his Christian name. Yeah. Um, exactly. I, but I, I want them to go on to to bigger things like maybe the tag team titles or or singles matches. Do like Brody versus Wardlow or something. Mm. Buddy Matthews can go pound sand. <laughs> yeah, that guy. Um. Uh, who did I get to? Nate? Yeah, I, I, you knew where I went, Scotty. I went with uh, Sting and, and Darby and Miro. Oh, that's right. You corrected me because you used, I'm sorry, yes. Because you incorrectly used um, uh, <laughs> the tree. The, yes. Uh, yeah, you incorrectly used uh, Tony Khan's code word for cocaine. Uh, he says, I need the trios. And then in comes, you know, uh, Damone uh, from uh, Fast Times Ridgemont Eyes. So um, <laughs> uh, what do you think, Pete? Um, yeah, which one match, match are we talking about again? Uh, the, uh, we are talking trios. about uh, trio, the <laughs> trios. Yeah, I, I'm definitely going with Sting's team. Yeah, I mean, I mean, they almost like they never lose. Uh, it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, and they got to keep Sting special. So that's how, I mean, that will Maybe they'll set up something by pinning Darby. Uh, but I like I like that Miro Sting Darby team where you know Miro and Sting can do like big big power moves. Sting can dive off something. Darby sells. Yeah, I think it'll be a fun match. I mean, Sting is always. It seems like he's always had good matches on these pay per views. Yeah, this run for Sting really good, has been. Definitely. Yeah, I was say this this run Pete has been. Not only like a really good run for Sting for his final act, but also yeah. uh, an indictment, if you will, to uh, Scotty's boy and and what happened uh, yeah. up north. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, heck, when I, when he showed up, everyone I remember Twitter like, what are they possibly going to do with Sting? And mm-hmm. he's had a really good run, a really fun run that everyone should be apologizing for their their hate filled tweets about about it when they first showed up. <laughs> Trios. <laughs> Steve, if you yell, Steve, if you yell, if you yell it any louder, uh, '80s James Spader is going to come to your door. Um, next up, we have Churros. Churros. <laughs> um, the AEW TBS Championship is going to be on the line. Jade Cargill, I love her. Well, here, and, I'll predict this. Uh, one. This will be one of the matches under ten minutes, though. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I she has a great I love one. Athena. Yeah, well, they both do. I love Athena. She's always uh, I love Ter Ember Moon. Um, but I see Jade k- keeping the uh, keeping the truck moving. Nay. Yeah, no, no brainer. Like Jade wins this. I will say though, like I, I am very happy, and we will be talking about this on the uh, NWA podcast on post. Uh, later this month, but the pay-per-view last year when we had all out, that was not just maybe my, not just my favorite card of last year, but maybe my favorite card of the past, you know, five or six years. Like it was that good. But the one spot that always stuck out to me, Steve, is we didn't Mm -hmm. have any person of color or should I say specifically, we didn't have any black performers uh, other than Mm -hmm. in the women's battle Royal. We had like one performer, I think. Uh, but at least, you know, on this show, like it's 
a stacked card, and we have a place for Jade. We have a place for Swerving Our Glory. We have a place for Powerhouse Hobbs and, and Ricky Starks. So Tony, Tony's learning. He's evolving. It's all, all the trios going through a system, Scott, that he's, he's, he's able to evolve. So uh, <laughs> easy, easy victory for Jade here. Uh, but, but, yeah, it should hopefully it's a good match and a good showcase for uh, both Jade and Athena. Yeah, it really felt uh, like. Yeah, I can, I can go. It, it, like it, it really felt like they were moving towards Jade dropping the belt to Chris Statlander mm-hmm. uh, until she, she got hurt, right? Yeah, uh, and her other ACL, so she's gonna be out a very, very long time. Uh, and I, so you know, Athena, like I, be- I believe that she was going to be always in this place where it's gonna be Jade beats Athena. And then Chris wins at this pay per view. Mm-hmm. I think Jade can t- still beats Athena. Uh, Athena's really good, but it, it just again like going back to what we were talking about with uh, Braun and Tyler Bate. She's just not the one to knock off Jade. They have such a good right. thing going with her that Statlander would make sense, but I just don't think Athena does for multiple no. reasons. I'm hoping it's one of Jade's better matches, uh, but she, yeah, like she's, I, I've, I've said it since, you know, she's kind of started on this show. Like she's just so good. And I know that mm-hmm. people are like, Oh, she's, you know, she's green in the ring. She's yeah. I, I know she's green. In the, like, she's not perfect. She's like, she's an unfinished product, mm-hmm. but she's so good. Like every, all yeah. the other stuff she has in spades, she's a uh, star. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. From the moment she's she walked out, like with the whole, um, the match with Shaq and Cody and Red mm-hmm. Velvet, like I when I first saw her, like with that, I was like, do I know? Like, shouldn't I know this person from somewhere? Right. Like I thought she was an already established person. I'm like, man, I watch a lot of wrestling and read a lot, a lot of wrestling, but no, yeah, she's incredible. Yeah. And uh, I'm glad they dumped Sterling with her because. Um, mm-hmm. You know, she doesn't need it. I, I don't even think she needs the baddies, to be honest. Um, you can you can teach someone how to become a proficient enough wrestler, Steve, but you can't teach presence. No, nope. you, can't. you can't teach that star quality like Pete mentioned. Like that's you either have it or you don't. And Jade has it. It was that. What's the other thing? Like, yes, I think does. Jim Ross used to say you can't teach size, you know, it's mm-hmm. just. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, she's awesome. So we all like Jade. OK, yeah. And I, uh, I, it's, I, 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 I think it's fun, I, but I, I don't like the, I, I don't understand the, the hate for Jade. I like there are a lot of people that I do don't not either. like her, and I, I do not understand it. I don't, I don't either. I don't either. I think part of it uh, might be I, racial. I think part of it's racial. Mm-hmm. I also think she doesn't fit into the mold of work rate person, mm-hmm. and I think that ha- I think that actually hurts a lot more online than. Mm-hmm. Uh, then, then people let on, like you know, yeah. and 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 they have enough work rate people, you know, they have a ton yeah. of work rate people, they so have tons of it, yeah. So it actually fits. Trust me, it helps. Yeah. Mm. I watched a promo on of these two on Dynamite the other night, and I thought it was pretty hot. So I'm, I'm yeah. suddenly now looking forward to this match, uh, Jungle Boy and uh, Christian Cage. Um, I hate. I hate uh, picking against my beloved Dylan McKay's son, but I don't know. I feel like Christian is is lined up for a future world title reign. Maybe not. What? I don't know, Pete. What do you think? 
<laughs> I'm going with Jungle Boy. Yeah, he's, at, he's one of the pillars, and Christian is the guy who's supposed to go in there, have a good match, and put somebody over. Uh, that was that was the best reaction Pete's ever given on any of these shows. Just the the <laughs> incredulous, like what? Uh, and I, I was trying to He's go along it. with you. I was trying to go along with you on that one, Scotty. But when you said world title, I was like, oh, that might be a step too far. Yeah, uh, like not, maybe maybe TNT anymore, brother. <laughs> oh well. Uh, but I think the one thing that you 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 are right on on this, Scott, is. This is a program I wasn't really interested in until this past week on Dynamite, where yeah. we got that sit-down promo with uh, Jungle Jack Perry and uh, Christian, and it it makes you want to see Christian get beat. and And I love that Christian is like he leaned into like yeah like I'm I'm not your father figure like I'm uh, uh you know your father's dead or whatever he said that that, that uh, got got Jack a little riled Oof. up you know he's like I'm here to yeah. make money I'm here to win belts like I like this kind of smarmy Christian that kind of goes back all the way back to you know the Christian that was looking out for himself uh with mm-hmm. with Edge all those years ago uh but yeah, yeah this 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 has to be the moment for uh Jungle Boy uh uh, it's it's kind of you only get so many times, Steve, to elevate a guy, and this is one of those times for Jungle Boy. And I think they'll do the right thing, pull the trigger, and yeah, he. I think he, that crowd in Chicago mm. is going to be into this match and elevated in a way that uh, you know might even be better than the actual performance. You know, that's something I've, mm. I've always wondered too, because like. Um... They give Jim Ross a lot of hell for calling him. What, what, what does he call him? Um, the Jungle Jack Perry. <laughs> yeah, you know, I think Jim Ross is also thinking about the guy's future because eventually Jungle Boy ain't gonna look like a boy anymore. You can't gonna, be Jungle Boy at thirty nine you know, years old. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's, it's he's, I think Jim Ross is looking at the bigger picture, and a lot of the other people aren't realizing. Um, there's there's you know there's a career, not just in the moment type thing. So. Jungle Jack sounds cooler, like to be fair. Yeah. To, to Jr. Yeah, I, I like I like Jungle Jack too. Yeah, I think you're both wrong. Steve? I think Jungle Jack McKay is where it's at. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was his dad's name on the show. Mm-hmm. Oh, so that's that's what needs Jack to happen. McKay. That's what needs to happen at at uh, All Out is, you know, Jungle Boy is going to fight his surrogate father and Christian, and bringing him to the ring is his deceased father's best friend, Jason Priestley. That's <laughs> yes. what the people need. Can you imagine that Christian comes out to the 90210 theme song? I can't take credit for this. Uh, this is Jordan Duncan, because we were laughing about uh, that you're not facing Jungle Boy. You're facing Jack Perry. Like Luchasaurus takes off his mask tr- like after he turns on Jungle Boy and it's Ian Zierning all along. Mm. <laughs> mm. It's Ian Zierning. <laughs> <laughs> it's already oh my God. Mask I mean, off and it's really, it's Mr. Walsh. I told you, I told your father to stay away from Brenda. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> Told you not to throw all your trust fund money away on the those stupid that stupid guy and his dumb Ponzi scheme, and then he ran off to Brazil. Sorry, Christian comes out story, with like, his new manager, Tori Spelling. Tori Spelling, yep. Oh my God, it's it's David Silver's friend Scott. I thought he shot himself. No. Um. All right. So, so anyway. All right. Um. Next up, another. Um. Let me get my straw. Let me get my rolled up dollar bill ready. Trios match. Uh. This one actually. This one actually might be pretty fucking great. Mm-hmm. Wardlow and uh, the modern day enforcers, modern day Larry Zabisco and Arn Anderson, uh, taking uh, Jay Lethal and the Motor City Machine Guns. Yes. Saban and Alex Shelley, both of them I saw WrestleMania weekend in singles matches and were both pretty fucking great. Uh, I would love Lethal and the Machine Guns, but I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, Pete, I like Wardlow and FTR. Yeah, I like Wardlow and FDR too. Um, but yeah, this there's a lot of a lot of trios on this show. <laughs> Three, yeah, a, tri- a trio of trios. <laughs> trio of trios. Yes, yes. Nate, this is gonna be on a show full of good to great bell to bell matches. I think this one might be the sneaky pick uh, with the talent in in this match. I think that my heart wants to go with. Uh, the machine guns and lethal. Like, I think that's going to be a really nice combination, but on the other side of the ring, you've got FTR who is having arguably the best run that a tag team has had the last year or so. And Wardlow, who is mm-hmm. a dude that AW have a lot invested in. Uh, so it makes no sense like for them to lose. Uh, and lethal and the, and the guns can absorb the pin. You know, one thing though, it almost feels like, the match would be better if the, if the, the, the wolves were baby faces. I mean, not the, the wolves, machine the, the, the machine guns. I mean, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do agree with that because uh, when they, I was excited when they announced the Motor City Machine Guns because uh, inevitably that means they're going to have a title match with FTR. Yeah. But it, like, Lethal's been this smarmy heel the whole time, yeah. and maybe that's that's what happens. Is that all five of them end up beating up Lethal? And God, I'm so happy that. This isn't Saddam Singh, Sanjay Dutt, and Jay Lethal. That's, <laughs> God. That was clearly where it was going. Yes. So it's like, oh, we're going to do a swerve. It's going to be more. Okay, thank God. Yes. Mm. Uh, so what do we think? Nate, what do you got? Or low in FTR. Yeah, I think we all think they're going to win. Yeah. Um, all right. Next up, the casino ladder match. The winner gets a future world title shot. We have the ROH world champion, Claudio. We have Wheeler Yuta, Penta El Zero Maido, uh, Ray Phoenix, Roosh, Andrade, Dante Martin, and a TBD. I don't like anybody in this match, to be quite honest with you. I don't like any of them. I mean, Claudio, yeah. But I feel like he needs to be the face of ROH while they do something with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we still have a TBD. I could see the TBD being Hangman. Mm. Uh, I kind of like that thinking, actually. He's not on this card. No. I kind of like that. Mm. I think Hangman is the TBD. Yeah, I think Hangman's the TBD, and he wins his second ever casino ladder match. Huh. That's my pick. 
I'm not mad at that, Scotty. Nick. Like, I'm not mad at that Thank at you. all. Like, I, I, I think if what you predict is what happens, I'll be very happy with that outcome. But let's say uh, it's not uh, Hangman and it's just some random uh, TBD person uh, that. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's, uh, is like it's it's Matt Hardy. Like if it's somebody at that level, uh, <laughs> okay. out of the available choices, I think the guy I would pick is a guy that looked like he was making a push to be at least on the outskirts of main event territory a year mm-hmm. or so ago, and that's Ray Phoenix. Like mm-hmm. I think Ray Phoenix had a run, Steve, in particularly during that like early pandemic season of Dynamite where he was main eventing like at least a couple times a month. Like Ray Phoenix is a guy that's still pretty young. He's still fairly healthy. Uh, like I would love to see Ray Phoenix, like you don't have to put the belt on him, but put him in the mix. Like I think Ray Phoenix could do some great things. Uh, so if it's not going to be Hangman, I'll I'll say Ray Phoenix. Okay. Steve? Um, I was joking last night, when, like kind of going through – uh, dynamite. We're kind of guessing with uh, Jordan and Reish, who's going to be the mystery entrant. And I'm like, oh god, it's like I actually I think I wrote in our little text chain. Matt Hardy has one of them, or <laughs> Matt Seidel, or the like. Silas Young showed up and in, in a mm-hmm. trios match last night and didn't do anything, which was really smart considering who his tag team partners were. Um, but then we're like, we just thought about it, like, oh, you know, looking at the match, there's you know, you got Claudio as the base. A lot of kind of, I mean, this could be an awesome car crash match. The oh, yeah. four way that they oh, yeah. did um, on Dynamite with uh, Phoenix, uh, Roosh, Dante, and uh, Wheeler was a lot of fun. Someone could die in this match. Um, nobody thought, huh. like, well, you know, maybe it's Sammy Guevara, but no, they would have probably, you know, why wouldn't they have, why would that be a mystery? If, like, could right. it be MJF? No, they wouldn't. That would throw off everything if it was MJF. That would be more of a main event type deal. There's part of me that wonders that is it going to be Osprey? Because he said he's done with AEW now, but Aussie Open's still hanging around. Uh, they're going to be all weekend. Aussie Open is going to be wrestling in Chicago. So, like, that's my hope that it's Osprey. That would be a pretty cool mystery entrant. And that if it was him, he'd have to win and that puts him in that upper echelon because the match they're clearly building to is Osprey versus Kenny. They've been building it for that oh, for yeah. the better part of a year. Yeah, whether it's on that on mm-hmm. Twitter for a while too. Yeah, yeah. That's going to happen either on in January at the Tokyo dome or at a, at a pay-per-view in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, right. If it's not, if it's just someone to blow off, like I wouldn't mind seeing Andrade win this. Uh, just because that's someone who I feel like kind of needs to break through to the next level. He's just kind of hanging around there. Yeah. Uh, but really, I would be like, I don't want to see Dante win. I, I don't like I, Wheeler's not going to win. But any of the people, other people in this could I could see in a match with uh, Moxley if Moxley retains. Uh, it might not be you know, like he doesn't have to. They don't have to win the match. They could lose. But I, I just think this is going to be an awesome train wreck of a match uh it's going to be who which one's going to be a bigger train wreck this match or the uh two ring ladder scramble at the gcw art of war match one of one of the participants is going to drop dead in either of those matches so maybe maybe tbd is rick flair (laughs) (laughs) 
It's stink. It's going to be stink. <laughs> He's like, you know, I, I couldn't jump off anything big in that first match, yeah. but uh, there's some pretty big ladders. I mean, we're joking, but there, there could be money in a one-off Sting title match. Sure. No, I, I agree. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think Punk uh, versus Sting, but I think Boxley versus Sting could be fun. Yeah. I, I, I think, think Punk, Sting needs to wrestle Punk somebody. Mm, maybe. I think Punk and Sting more than Moxley and Sting, only because. I can't see Moxley being able to dial down against a seventy-something-year-old guy, but I don't know. I think Punk can slow Either way, down think, and make it yeah, work. Yeah, Punk can definitely. Yeah, you're right. You're yeah. right. Yeah, I think Punk can definitely slow it down. Um, all right, Pete, what do you think? I hope it's Phoenix. I think uh, he, I, I, I'm, I, I'm a huge Ray Phoenix guy. Yeah, right? I, think, I think he could break it out, break into it. Could be a main eventer. I think one would be good to have a Mexican, uh, a Hispanic superstar. Uh, Especially mm. if they start touring places uh, or going to other places, uh, the guy has charisma. He can fly, and the thing we see is though I think AEW and, and Tony's kind of pigeonholed him in, into high flyer. But we've seen like when he worked like at Lucha Underground, he mm-hmm. can just work a normal babyface role and, and, and mm-hmm. very good at it. Um, where he can actually sell and work underneath. Uh, but that's just not something we see a lot of them. We see a lot of just. Go go go, as they say, lucha rules shit on on TV, uh, which means you know no tags, whatever. Uh, but he has he's, there's a lot more in his in his toolbox than what they allow him to show on AEW, and, and I think honestly, if they put him in the mix, he could he could definitely go and but actually change his character up a little bit, where he, we can actually see him do more like what Ray does, work work underneath and stuff, which we don't. Usually at the C, uh, we don't get to see his selling because we're more interested in the ooh ah fireworks of, of Ray Phoenix. Mm. I have a feeling it's gonna be Hangman, but and also super cool guy. I remember he, he gave me a mask at a, a Russell Circus uh, show, and he did the big switcheroo right in front of me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, which oh I god, really he cool. and Pentire, they're such yeah. They are so good at selling their stuff. I mean, they have their own store oh, yeah. now. They're they're nuts. That's awesome. I mean, hell. Yeah. And uh, he, awesome. they, 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 he has somehow. I don't know if you saw it on Twitter. He's dressed as a captain of a airline because <laughs> uh, I guess they put his face on a on on a, on an airplane. <laughs> That's crazy, <laughs> Captain Ray. Yeah. The AEW World Tag Team Titles are on the line. Swerve in our glory. So there is a swerve in the card. Keith Lee's Swerve Strickland. Against the acclaimed Anthony mm. Bowens and Max Caster. Uh, I'm making my pick last. What do you think, Steve? I have no idea. Uh, this match came out of nowhere for me. I was not expecting it in the least. This is one of the ones that were like, wait, wait where did this come from? Because um, the acclaimed were... Uh, just kind of in this like forever program with uh, <laughs> Billy and the Ass Boys, uh, which is something I've never said in my life before. And <laughs> it's just all of a sudden, huh. yeah, uh, Swerve and Lee came out to save the acclaim. And next thing you know, there's there's a tag team championship match. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I think long term, if they if they would have had the acclaimed do this match in a few months, 
I think yeah. they would be a lock for the championships. They're so over right now. Uh, mm-hmm. Like I've talked about this before. I, I I know I've talked with you with you about this, Nate. I don't know if it was online or on a program, but like Anthony Bowen, Bowen should like be one of the faces of this company soon. Mm. Um, he's just like like photogenic. Um, you know, one of the few LGBTQ people who are, mm-hmm. you know, out in the community, like he and Sonya Deville are doing a ton of stuff in the community. Uh, and Jeff, just just a, a great dude. He has a lot of like John Cena charisma to him, too. He huh? does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and Max Castor, I think, has been he's kind of been the the weaker link of the two but like i I think he's really been improving i think having bowen bowen's out for a while and doing some more single stuff has helped him a lot i i just don't know why they'd have lee and swerve lose right now though right they they just won the belts at the last um not not that long ago and they had that great match at forbidden door um on the pre-show no less but it's still the show yeah, so I, I think Swerve and My Glory will win, but the Acclaimed will get really close, and they'll do that. You know, all four of them raise their hands in the ring, and then, mm-hmm. like, I don't know, like, the Ass Boys and Stokely and <laughs> Reality and, God damn, William Morrissey, for the love of God, <laughs> will come out and destroy all four of them. And then, we, <sighs> then, then Tony will have to think of a new word besides trios, because it's going to have to be four on four, and quattros just don't work. Doesn't roll off the tongue. It doesn't roll off the tongue like that sweet, sweet cocaine. <sighs> Be careful what you wish for, Steve Willie, because <laughs> you just might get it. Like you go- I think, I, I think I worked myself into a shoot there with the, uh, with, the, <laughs> with the with the cast boys, if you will. Yes, oh, the cast boys. That that's actually a good marketing. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so last year again, going back to all out last year, I, my my one gripe. Not enough black people on the card. Mm-hmm. Tony gives me a match where mm-hmm. two of my favorite teams of color have to face off. And, and only one team can win, Pete. And I think Steve's right. If this happened a couple months from now, or even if it happened this weekend, but against another team, I think the acclaim would go over because they have been getting hotter, like especially since Bones has returned. Uh, like They just click with the crowd. And like, I'm not a fan of uh, wrestlers who make music, Steve Willie. Like, well, I'm not a fan of their music, shall I say. Uh, but one week I was on the exercise bike, and I'm just flipping through, trying to find something to listen to. And I listened to the Acclaim rap album. And mm. it was actually pretty decent. Like, it was clever. Uh, and so I think, like, caster has got a lot of uh, personality. He's gotten better in the ring. And then Bowens is a guy that I think in a couple years, like maybe after the acclaimed run is done, like he's a singles guy that, that could go places in this company. Uh, but it's way too early to take the belt off of Keith and Swerve. And I think Swerve and our glory retains and they will do something after the fact where uh, the acclaimed kind of gets their heat back, maybe uh, doing a respect angle or, you know, they, they get jumped by the cast boys, but, uh, and then Papa Billy Gunn gets laid out because uh, we haven't talked enough about his his turns during this storyline where uh, I mm. think he turned three times uh, during the acclaimed ass boys feud. But uh, Keith and, and, and uh, Strickland take the belts. Pete, 
Amazing. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm with you guys. I, I think I think it's gonna be a fun match. But man, it's just these. They have so much. So much. It's almost like it's hard to move up because it almost seems like people are like pigeonholed at certain spots. Like mm-hmm. we were just talking about the tag. Like we were a couple of us were saying how it would be cool to see Ray Phoenix break through. But we know that's not going to happen. And it almost feels <laughs> here. It's almost like it feels the same way. Um, it's like right now there's like a pecking order. And now I can kind of undersee why people are getting frustrated where there's not mm-hmm. a whole lot of upward mobility because people are are slotted in their slot. And it almost feels like uh, WWE uh, in a way uh, for, for a while there where people were just slotted in their spot. And didn't matter how well you did, this is where you're going to be. And that's how much they're almost like this tag tag match. Even with Lee and Strickland having the belts, it, I mean, they, they almost feel like an afterthought on this show. And we've got two sets of belts here. Like, and not to rebook this show, but I think maybe if we had put the acclaimed versus FTR. Like I think maybe for the ROH titles, like that's yeah. a, that's a match that could work on this show, and then Keith and and uh, Swerve take on somebody else, uh, because there are so many teams in this company. Like, it's it's a, an embarrassment of riches, Scotty, and it's mm-hmm. like there's yep. so many teams that don't get a chance to flourish because there's too many damn good teams in in this company. Like I remember a lot of the, a lot of the buzz early was Private Party a couple years mm. ago. I, I don't see anything in Private Party. Um, I think they're uh, they're good at spots, but I, don't, I think they're there's, they have some charisma, but they're mm-hmm. missing a lot, a lot of the, the 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 ebbs and flows of wrestling, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, and you could argue that they haven't been able to get better right. because there's so many teams. Exactly. Who, who are you going to take off the card to put Private Party on? No, Nobody. I hundred percent agree. I totally agree. Um, uh, yeah, it's like almost like there's just so much. It's just and. You don't tour, so you're not working house shows. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's a it's a tough, 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 tough act to break through. You know, prediction is I like the claimed to win the tag titles, mm. and then on Monday night on Raw, the Hit Row gets their boss back. Next up, we have <laughs> um, no. the Hit Row needs its boss. Just saying. No, um, no, I think Swerve and Our Glory retains. But I think it'll be a fun match, though. Uh, Ricky Starks to take on Powerhouse Hobbs, Pete. Starks. Steve? Starks. And Nate. Starks, but also you did it to me again, Tony Khan. When I asked for more black performers <laughs> on the card, I didn't mean to put them all in the same matches against <laughs> each other, so that way I have to choose. Uh, this is not the first I, time I, that's I, happened. <laughs> like, I, 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 like to Ricky's credit, though, like the promo he cut on Dynamite uh, this week, like I thought, like we've known Ricky Starks is a star, like Pete, like we've known this is a guy that has that potential, and I think they're finally kind of leaning into it. Um, so it it just sucks that it it has to come at the expense of a powerhouse Hobbs loss. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, same with Hobbs. He has star power too. I mean, mm-hmm. it's uh, has potential. Again, we're back to uh, where where but where are they going to move up? It's like all the top mm-hmm. spots are slotted. It's almost like mm-hmm. it's almost impossible to uh, to break through this glass ceiling at this point. And uh, I mean. 
Mm. Yeah. Mm. I like uh, I like Ricky Starks too. Uh, the final for the trios championship. Uh, the elite Kenny and the Bucks, who I think should not be in this spot. I would rather have seen Will and the Aussie Open. They deserve that match. I think more than the elite did. But it is Kenny and the Bucks, and you know we have to have them on. And again, against we somebody. Back, what we were just saying, we just go back. What I've hit the last couple of things is people have their yeah. spot. You know. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Uh, uh, against somebody. Hmm. Who that is, we don't know. Um, I mean, by the time people are listening to this, they might know. know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we got either um, Hangman and Reynolds and Johnny Hungy, <laughs> or the best friends, mm-hmm. which. Shooting back to the latter match, mm. if Hangman Page and Dark Order win, I'm going to retract my previous pick and think that OC will be the mystery entrant. Oh, okay. To the latter match because you oh, you have God. to have him on the card somewhere. Oh, no, you don't. No, you don't. No, you don't. Or in Cassidy, you're not going to. You're not going to. You're not guilting me into any more of this bullshit. No. no. The light of Go your away. life. No. I hate Orange Cassidy. No. He's garbage. Uh, I think if the Dark Order if the Dark Order wins that match, I think Adam Page, I think Hayman wrestles twice. Mm. I'm just fighting it. I'm fighting it, Steve. That's okay. <laughs> fighting it. Hangman all day, every day for me. Um the elite's gonna win it because they gotta win everything. So <laughs> they gotta they gotta I win everything in all good really. that, Though overall, in terms of like the Bucks have well, Kenny hasn't been much, and it, it's a trios titles. It's mm-hmm. it's ultimately not that big of a deal. No, it's like Dusty and the fucking Road Warriors. They never carried anything. They carry, they all carried a trophy around to a different city. So <laughs> <laughs> same thing. Or they bought um, a trophy all right. in the city and brought it to the arena. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, pretty much. It's like I, I saw right. an interview with FTR this week where they're like, we actually don't hope we win the AEW titles because we're going to have to start paying for uh, <laughs> an upcharge in our luggage because we can't afford to. <laughs> our suitcases are too heavy. Yeah. Yeah. How do you think Ultimo Dragon did it all those years? Mm. Crazy. Well, his belts were really tiny. So yeah, that's know. what he had Sonny Ono for. Um, <laughs> that's right. They, they just split split the luggage costs. The the uh, the weight fees. Um. All right. So... We kind of really can't pick this match yet because uh, as you're listening to this rampage tonight has not happened yet. And the dark order will be taking on best friends and the winner will face the elite on Sunday. So we kind of can't pick it, but I think him and I think Adam page wins everything. So Um, he could carry around the trophy and the ladder can carry it all around. And orange Cassie is going to carry his career in his pocket. All right. um, All right. The big one. Um, you can say what you want, Pete, about the whole smashing the throne thing, but no one's ever going to change my mind that that that, that guy is a talentless hack. So that's okay. That's it. Steve understands. (laughs) Steve understands, Pete. Who's a talentless hack? Orange Cassidy. I'm with you. I hate Orange Cassidy. (laughs) He's a bum. (laughs) Sorry. 
Steve, you want to you want to stomp out of Hoffman, Mr. Hoffman, and his estate. That's fine. The estate of Hoffman. Hoffman is fine. Mr. St- the estates of Hoffman. All right, main event time as we head on out the door here. John Moxley, John Dean uh, Ambrose. There's been enough talking. <laughs> it's time for the main event. It's time. <laughs> God, I love it. Um, I, I think John Dean Ambrose. I, I I cannot believe how excited I am to watch him beat Punk. I don't know. I don't know mm. what what what. What AEW, this is one thing I have to give AEW full 100% credit for. They're making me actually attempt to like John Dean Ambroxley. And I want him to absolutely cripple Punk and maybe never see him again. I don't know. But I want Moxley to win the match. I, I, I actually like Moxley as champion. I feel he's more stable. I feel he's a, you know, I think he's a good good glue guy at the, t- at the very top mm-hmm. that, can, that can create other things underneath him. I don't think Punk can do that. I think Punk's a Punk. That's just me. But I think Moxley, I think, can can kind of create a swell of challengers and and really build mm-hmm. something within the company itself if he's champion. So I think Moxley retains Nate. Yeah, I think since he's returned and, and seemed to be in better uh, health and in, in a better headspace, Mox has been on a pretty good run. Uh, my issue was not so much with Mox, but if we were going to do the interim thing, I think it would have been nice a nice spot to build a new guy or elevate mm-hmm. a new guy. As Pete yeah. said, like these spots come at a premium and Mox is a guy that's already made in this company. And I feel like we could have made right. somebody else. Uh, but since they Point. didn't do that, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, since they didn't do that, I'm, I'm not mad at them putting the belt on Mox. I kind of wish though, like the fact that we had the punk Moxley match and then we're running it right back. I have a hard time with that. Yeah, like I, I, I feel like you either do one or the other. You either do like the the quick finish that we got on Dynamite and then Mox, you know, has an open challenge to the next guy. Like who's the number one contender Like besides Punk? Because I just beat that guy in like three minutes. Uh, or you do the full-fledged match on the pay-per-view. Um, that being said, you don't take the belt off of Punk a week ago just to give it back to him a week later. Uh, what is this? The WWE Women's mm-hmm. Tag Team Titles. Uh, you don't do that to Mox, uh, so Mox retains. Mm-hmm. Pete, I just can't imagine him losing twice in a row. Um, mm. I'm gonna go Punk, but you know, I'm. I, but this is what makes it interesting. I'm. I'm not. I. I could be. I. I could bet against myself. I can talk myself out of that decision. Any. 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 With one. 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 And any, you know, give or take. Mm. Steve? Uh, there's part of me that does not see them see them have Punk lose in Chicago. Mm-hmm. But Tony Khan has said this week that this is not some, this is not a pay-per-view setup that he's ever done before. This is new territory for him. And he's kind of seeing this as a reset after this. There's, to me, it makes sense that Moxley wins. And it could be that MJF somehow costs Punk. Mm-hmm. Um, because that's, you know, that that could be the next money feud. Uh, or I, mean, you know, I wouldn't even mind seeing Kingston uh, screw him. Yeah, mm-hmm. Kingston. They're like, with Moxley in a way. and At some point, I think there's business between Punk and Colt if they can put stuff mm-hmm. aside. Mm-hmm. Like, I thought about that when A-Steel came out uh, this past week, and they're like, hey, we're family. 
Um, like, mm, well, <laughs> all of us pretty much know the Colton CM Punk story. So, <laughs> and yeah, it, like, there's part of me that thinks that they should go down to that. Uh, I don't know if they will. I, I really think it would be smart to have Moxley win here. Plus, the Blackpool Combat yeah. Club is one of the one of the best things they've done in the last few months. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I agree too. I agree. Um, I'm actually kind of uh, I'm going to watch this show actually, and I'm I'm kind of excited for hey, it. Hey, me too. Why? I like part of it now. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Except when Orange Cassidy's not in the casino ladder match, and then you walk out on Mr. Hoffman because you're gonna because he's not in the match. Um, uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm excited. I think it's gonna be a fun up and down card. I'm looking forward to our results and and seeing what happens. So, uh, guys, uh, that was a lot of fun. We got three fun shows this weekend. Matches we know, matches we don't know, people we know, people we don't know. Uh, Hit Row getting its boss back Monday night. Keith Lee showing up to challenge Braun. I love it. Braun Strowman? <laughs> Braun. <laughs> Braun. Oh, yeah. What are they going to do? Braun and Braun. Braun and Braun. Um, anyway. Oh, God. They'll probably wrestle each other, too. I shouldn't even say that. Um, so, anyway. Uh, it has been a fun evening, guys, as we begin season three of Place to Be Nation's main event. Uh, Pete, where can everyone find you? You can follow me on Twitter at Titans of Wrestling. Um, yeah, that's about it. Yeah. Facebook, Feature Mocker. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, I know we, we ran late because of the previews, but keep your we're going to keep your your the CMLL match you wanted to talk about on your back pocket. We're going to we're going to talk yeah, about no, that no, next, no, on the next. Gotta be, yeah, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, we'll talk about that next episode. We went a little long with our preview tonight, but that's yeah, that's totally. okay. Uh, we'll, keep, we'll keep that in our back pocket. Steve Willie has to watch it. Fesmac, I'd like to watch it too, actually. Um, I mean, it's Willie. about an hour. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> yeah, you can find Woo-hoo! me. Um, I'm yeah on Facebook. You can find me on Instagram, Steve Willie, the number one. I will post pictures from All Out GCW on there this weekend. Uh, Nate, Woo-hoo! I guarantee you a deep dish pizza picture mm. will be coming uh, Friday night. So uh, yeah, we're uh, going to be trying Pequods this uh, this Friday. It's uh, more of a local famous place. Um, yeah, I mean, right. I, eventually, like, just come on, someone hire me, bring me, give me money, give me deep dish money. <laughs> I, I, I I can influence people. I influence people every day for a living. Like, just give me some free pizza. <laughs> give me some free pizza, man. I could swing it either way. Uh, <laughs> hey. You can swerve it every way. Um, swerve the trios. Uh, Nathaniel, what is going on uh, over on the uh, Kings of Sport Patreon? Yes, you can check out the Kings of Sport Patreon where episode 300 is currently up. 301 should be up by the time you're listening to this or shortly thereafter. Uh, on episode 301, we had a bit of a uh, NFL uh, preview uh, featuring myself. Mm-hmm. The professor, Chris from L.A., and our special guest, a friend of the program, Brent Chittenden, who was along Ooh. to lend hey. us his. He was along to lend us his uh, limited football knowledge, but his extensive knowledge about uh, all things geek and comic related. And we talked about the mess that's going on over with Warner Brothers uh, and Ugh. Discovery oh, yeah. and HBO Max yeah, and ugly. Yes, all of that stuff. No. So we we got in depth with that with Brent uh, for about a good hour, hour and a half. So you can check that out uh, coming up on the Patreon. Uh, we've got some other things that that are in the works uh, as we get 
deeper into the year. So stay tuned for that. Um, you can go to patreon.com backslash Kings of Sport to get in on all of that action. Five bucks gets you in the door. But if you want to be a high roller like Deep Dish Pizza influencer Steve Willie, mm-hmm. uh, you can always pay you know. more. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. And for everything else, you can check me out on Twitter at in the number eight M-O-Z-A-I-K at Nate Mosaic. Uh, there you'll find links to all the work I do with post wrestling, the work I do with uh, the DC TV podcast networks and uh, anything else. Uh, Kings of Sport related. Uh, it is a fantastic. Um, I cannot wait to listen when Brent says the Edmonton Eskimos are going to win the Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> awesome pick. Uh, and of course, I also uh, am a member of the Kings of Sport Patreon. I can't wait to bring my New Haven pizza while Steve brings that uh, Italian casserole that they call pizza in Chicago. <laughs> hey, Frank Pepe's anyway, is right um, on my Instagram account. I, I, I ate there when I was with Glenn the other day. It was it was awesome, right? I, I, it was good. Unfortunately, I was uh, I, I, you needed to come back, Steve. I felt terrible. I was not able to join you, but we need you need to come yeah, back. We, we know uh, what kind I'll of take, I'll take a We know that Mushmouth was yeah, responsible we, for that. We know we 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 do we do know. Mm-hmm. Yes, Mushmouth. Yeah, we know about him. He's a putz. <laughs> uh, but I got some I got some nice hole, I got some nice hole in the wall uh, pizza places that are very peppies ish that I think you'll like. Uh, anyway, well, obviously you can follow me on Twitter at Scott C Podfather. Please follow the brand on Twitter at PTBN Wrestling. Uh, all the great shows. We're doing the soft launch for our brand new two shows that'll be debuting soon: uh, the uh, Continental Memphis Wrestling Cast and Time Warp. If you're wondering what that is? Well, check it out this weekend because there's a, uh, a. I should say next week. Uh, there is a couple of flashback episodes of that as well. Uh, I love these Memphis guys; they're awesome. UK guys talking Memphis. I mean, that's pretty amazing. Uh, and of course, all the great stuff going on uh, this weekend. Uh, all the great new episodes next week, new uh, Highway to the Impact Zone, new NWA Crock and Roll, all the great stuff here on the PTB, PTB uh, Wrestling Network, place to be.podbean.com. You obviously know about it because you're listening to this. So listen to everything else. Just go to the catalog. It's right there on the right-hand side. You see all the titles of the shows. Click whatever you'd like and go back in time to all the great stuff we've done over the past, good Lord, 11 years. Can you believe that? <laughs> uh, and we keep on trucking. We keep on trucking. 200 episodes of this, over 600 of the Place to Be podcast, all the other great shows. Uh, it's a blast. Gentlemen, it has been a pleasure. We'll be back in two weeks. I don't know if there's any big shows that weekend. I'm looking at that weekend. I don't know. Uh, maybe Nate and Steve hmm? Pete could make his TNA Classic pay-per-view recap Ooh. debut. Mm. We, we could talk some it. SEX. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, stop being such a snob, Pete. Come on. You'll have oh, some man, fun I, with SEX. I don't I don't do Titans uh whatever they call that thing. <laughs> Titans of Tits. The Titans of Tits. Titans of Tits. <laughs> I'm surprised. I don't, I don't do Mystery Titans and, theater because I don't I don't want to watch shit so I don't see myself. <laughs> oh god. Anyway. Uh, we'll, we'll have some fun on our next episode in two weeks. So uh, we'll go through the news and notes around wrestling. We'll we'll check out the uh, repercussions of these shows as we look ahead to the fall and extreme rules for WWE and of course uh, full gear for uh, AEW, which maybe I'll be there live for. Uh, have a great week. Uh, have, have a great weekend. Enjoy your Labor Day weekend. For those that are uh, lucky enough to be off on Monday, enjoy. Uh, for Brother Pete, Brother Nate, Brother Steve, I am Brother Scott. You have been in the main event. Talk to you in two weeks. Hey, Steve Willie. Hey, Steve. hey Nate Milton. Hey, Nate.
Oh, first of all, it's nice to say that without being mm. interrupted by uh, Reesh. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I feel like I need to apologize to Liv Morgan because I feel like I uh, threw a little bit of shade her way earlier. But did you know she's doing more than just wrestling? No, I didn't know she was doing anything outside wrestling. What's so, she doing? So check this out. She actually has opened up her very own hair salon, and it's it's catching on. Uh, I think like some famous people have even gone there. I think Paul McCartney uh, went there to get his hair done. Uh, so if you are ever uh, out and you 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 want to get an, a nice uh, haircut or you need uh, you know to get some extensions put in or anything, mm-hmm. go online and look up Liv Morgan's hair salon, and you can okay. find it, Steve Willie, mm-hmm. at Live and Let Die. to say Live and let die. 